Flushing MCs down the loo. If you don't believe me, bring your posse, bring your crew. Feel free to hate because I ain't trying to be your mate. Be serious, you wouldn't last an hour in my shoes. A lot of eye contact here. It's an Air Force One. Mm. Trainers by the truckload, trainers by the ton. Mm. Don't be dazed when I catch you by your J's. Top best to life for his gun, best to run. This good and terribly. Episode 23. That's right, baby. baby. Mm-hmm. I need to tell you guys something. Mm-hmm. I got an email this no, week no. from a... I thought it was spam. Okay. Likely. It was from a, a website or a, an email address called podstatus.com. Yes. Okay. okay. Are they recognizing? Mm. Let me read it to you. Oh. Hello. How's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, This Could End Terribly, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings over the last 30 days. Jeez, mm. come on. Position 188 in the category comedy in Denmark, baby. <laughs> Don't lie. That's what's up. That's Shout what I'm saying. Out That's what I'm saying. Denmark. Yeah, yeah. The family. Don't have to say it in Danish. They've but hey, 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 hey. They say hello that way. Is that that's how they how, say it? That's how Scandi like, say hello. Hey, 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 hey to my fans in my Denmark. My name's Olivia. We love I'm you. I'm from Stockholm. 188. I mean, who knew? 23 episodes in. That's what it do. We ranking, baby. Yeah, we'll, we'll click ourselves on that one still. Very, very good. good. Very good. This could end terribly. Episode 23. You are here with man like Abs, man like Johnny, a man like Tommy. What are you man saying? Been very good. Been mm. very good. It's been a hell of a two weeks. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. What's been going on? Um, speculative investments paying off. Oh, that's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. You put that in the chat, but I still don't know what an NFT is. I we'll tried come... to tell you, man, about this a couple of weeks we'll, ago. We'll mm. come back to it. I just, I just don't get it. Johnny, what are you saying, bro? Uh, I'm alright, man. I'm alright. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been trying to lose some of that holiday timber. You've lost your holiday tan. What? I have. That, well, that's why I've had to lose the holiday timber. You can get away with being you can get away with being thick puppy if you've got a tan about you. Return of the gringo. But now I've gone gringo. Mm. I'm gonna have to get slim and delicious again, brother. <laughs> delicious, yeah. delicious. Uh-huh. So yes, I mean, it's the first time I've done exercise in two months because of COVID. Go on holiday. Nice. Da, da, da. Must have done. Went to boxing a couple of days ago. Me and my boy, shout out man, like winner. So a, a nice little spa, a little dance, nothing too dangerous. He caught me with a left hook so bad I did a 360. It was very embarrassing. Mm. But did you take a bath today? Because I hear your people have been having struggles yeah, with that Yeah, firstly, this, I've, been, I've been chastised. And they've been asking you. For the, for the you people bar previously. Yep. So we just had to recognize <laughs> no, 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 but tables did, turning. Didn't answer the question though, Carl did he? Carl Cox and that. Have you bathed? I, I had a shower. Cool, man. Just why, before I came. Why are people not bathing out here, bro? When you say my people, I'm quite diverse. Mm. Can we specify which of my demographics you are referring to? The majority. The, the one that's related to like Jake Gyllenhaal and Coco mm, and all wow. them under. Wow. Just say it with your chest. If you're saying I'm white saying, people oh, yeah. don't bath. They are saying, we're not saying shit. Oh. You guys are telling us. You're volunteering the information that you we- white, well, white people are just podcasting saying we're not bathing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it, it's for They're the like, water. I don't know lot, if you've heard that it's scarce. A lot of them are water. saying we only bath. Yeah. So, we only bathe when we figure it be necessary. Yeah, so it's a quite, so when I'm dirty, when white, I've actually rolled in mud. Yeah, white people are automatically enrolled to Extinction Rebellion. So we- Oh uh, shit, is that we, for real? Yeah, yeah. So we have to yeah. save water in that. So, it's um, pre-enrollment. You have to like self-exclude yourself. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, it's an opt-out thing. So it's buckets- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, crate challenge. Should we just should we just hit that on the head? Yeah. Why Why are you people jumping on crates? <laughs> why are people doing this shit? And where did it come from? 
come from the hood, cause yeah, <laughs> some, some it mad American shit. It's here they're calling it the Hood Olympics, isn't it? The Hood Olympics. That's what they're calling it, the Hood Olympics. <laughs> For real. Where are they getting these crates from? They're milk crates. Did you see Walmart started doing Don't discount say like sales on crates? Do you get milk crates delivered America, to the West? That's the way they do it. Especially in like them flyover states. How much milk do they get delivered to the house? Kind of places. Fuck knows. I think they're just buying crates for this. Shit. It's a good market to be in. Can you imagine being a guy who's like a, a mid-tier crate salesman your entire life and then suddenly Instagram gives you the boom of your life? You're like, honey, honey, we rich, baby. Well, if, you, if you've read Malcolm Gladwell, you'll know that as long as you put your 10,000 hours in, yes. pre the boom, bro. Mm. But this guy's a chief here. Be he, ready. He wrote mm. an entire book and built a career on saying that you should be a generalist. It's good to be multi-skilled. In the modern economy, you should be a generalist. And then he's now recently written a subsequent book saying actually... That one was gas. You should be a specialist if you want to make money in today's world. I think you've said that before. Yeah. You don't believe in growth, yeah? Well, I don't believe in selling books with contrasting positions. No, no. He's a, I think he's good. There's a lot of like uh, interesting takeaways from a variety of his different books. I'm sure you like him as well, no? Possibly, but he's a bit of a gas man. But without further ado. I wonder if he he buffs. Let's get down to business. Because I wanted to see how far we could get into this introduction before she started sending really dirty looks my way it wasn't like, long. why am i not involved in this thing it i wasn't came long. all the way from stoke newington baby mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. your prayers have been answered mm-hmm. it's been 22 episodes of you sliding in our dm saying why are you talking about all this female stuff about having a female guest on your podcast <laughs> The time is now. It was the only diversity box we hadn't ticked. For real, for real. Yeah. We were doing so well. And truth be told, the verdict's still out as to whether or not we actually need the opposite gender in one of these fucking Well, according to are. Denmark, we're the I mean, 188th look, funniest podcast. Exactly. Mm. Denmark says that we're doing okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but without further ado, we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Previously, some of her accolades include mm-hmm. holding positions at... The Evening Standard. Mm. The Independent. Mm. Yahoo UK Lifestyle. Don't mm. lie. Kind of like Disket and Terribly, she covered Breaking News, Ooh. Current Affairs, Ooh. Fashion. Ooh. I can't go much higher. Beauty. It's, it's now becoming boring. Sports. Sports. You gotta hype her up. I can't do this on my own. She's a sports Arsenal. She's a gooner, yeah. Um, <laughs> She's a gooner. She has been published by The Times, L, Red Magazine, Grazia. I'm saying that right? I never knew. Yeah, Grazia? Grazia. Cool. Yeah. Harper's Bazaar. That's a, that's a plush one. That's, that's a, that is a plush yeah, one. That's, that's a primo. Galdem. The Rain. Don't know. The rain. <clears throat> Black Ballad, Fort Catalog, and Undo Ordinary. Mm-hmm. She is the current deputy editor at The Face. The Face. Magazine. The Face. The face. <laughs> it is Jessica Noah Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's up. That's what's up. Welcome to this Could End Welcome, welcome, welcome. I really did his research. I stole it from your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> research. There's a multi-platform background check. I was like, he's yeah, doing yeah. it in I like mean, CRB order. check to pre-up you the history. Did, you did the work. I uh, I just nabbed it. You gotta update your LinkedIn though, by the way. Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think oh. yeah, I don't think it puts much about the face in that little blurb that you're. I just started. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. You okay. know, just just, 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 just wear your wins. You know Thank what I mean? You. Thank you. Welcome Thank you. to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So What's it exciting. like being here? Oh, I mean, you guys are just full of energy. Mm, hell yeah. <laughs> Lots of smoke. Yeah. I feel like the energy that you've brought me since coming here has been. <sighs> A vibes lot. and that 
vibes. Webs. But, you know, I feel like we're going to have a lot of uh, differing opinions. Which I'm excited for. See, you're, you're mixed race. Did your white side bath today? <laughs> She took half a shower before she came. My, I, I'm proud to say that my white side do, do wash their legs. All right, please. They please. do wash with flannels. It is well, or? Yes. Flannels. I love they it. wash with flannels. I, I wash with a flannel. I scrub it. my foot, my leg, my mm. back, everything, my bum, my arms, underarms, head. Just smooth. Um, unfortunately, there are people in the white community, Johnny, Ooh. who don't wash. Shots fired early. And that's why they look a bit dusty. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Dusty vivas. Is that what they're claiming <gasps> was a tan then, is it? Oh, oh boy. That's what. <laughs> Johnny, what's your retort? What's your retort? She can have that one. Let's just begin the happy <laughs> First tan. one's free. First one's First free. The tan one's was free. just dirt. That's why it came off so quick. No. Because he, for once, had a bar. Mm, people do resent success. I've heard mm. that. So. <laughs> nah, nah she's tweaking. Mm. He's just gassed because he went on holiday. I am, and you didn't, so. That's fine. Yeah, is it? So it what's is, it like it's being actually, on a... It's, actually more, it's better than fine. It's responsible. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean... We're in a whole panny D, so... 100%. So... so You've clearly achieved a lot in your life right now. And I would say that, you know, being on the 188th most popular podcast <laughs> in Denmark is probably Public comedy a, a, a real high point. Top yeah. um, right where do now. you go from here? Let's be honest. I don't know. This is the top, I think. Cool. This is the best accolade I've ever... The pinnacle. Yeah. This is, really. Yeah, it's, it? it's not the first time you've been accused of peaking in your career, to be fair. Woo! Woo! Energy! Energy! This is what I'm talking about, energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Johnny comes All to the me smoke. with fuckery. Johnny's got the rum in the system. To say really because what are you doing with your life i'm havana clubbed up baby mm. <laughs> it's his first drink this is really cute you're hugging up that dinosaur as well it's really cute. Um, for yeah. emotional support it's because it's gonna get me. rinsed it's, today. it's actually yeah. mental health so, month. so tommy yes. um you've been making some money with investments this week but hmm. i still don't know what an nft is and i don't think many people do so can you break it down please in layman's mm -hmm. what you invested in what an nft is and if you can lend me a fiver to the moon. You got to the fiver, don't worry, I got your back on that. Oh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> an NFT, as we I think we, we covered on the last uh, couple of pods ago, or whatever, is, is a non-fungible token. Uh, non-fungible means non-interchangeable, basically. So it's not the same as anything else. It's essentially a piece of digital art. If you want to really make it super simple, we're essentially talking about GIFs and JPEGs. Okay, right? I'm glad someone's finally just said that. Yeah, yeah, effectively, we're not talking about things that are too dissimilar to, to that. Yeah. But uh, there's a kind of scarcity element to it, um, which means that not a million JPEGs of the same thing can be created, right? It's mm -hmm. like any art. Mm -hmm. So like what makes any piece of art valuable? Okay, but for example, mm. you put it in the, in the group chat this week. Yeah. I own that shit now, technically, no? Who owns that shit? Me. It's in my phone. I can save it. Yeah, you can save the image. Yeah, but it's like I can take a picture of a Picasso and save it on my phone. Doesn't mean I own the Picasso. Feel you, yeah, but it's digital. True. But it's digital and that's physical. Yeah, but you can turn digital into physical. If I had, if if if, if uh, I had a little screen mounted on your on your wall displaying digital art, yeah. what stops that from being physical? I feel you. What happened with your in, with your uh, with your painting, your your GIF that made so, it so ten so, times this week? Uh, yeah, so so at the beginning of the year, there was a massive bull run where there was like an inflation of, of assets, let's say, in the digital space, mm -hmm. the digital art space. Uh, massive bull run followed by a few months of a bear market where a lot of um, pieces that were trading at a certain price started trading at 
half of, of what it was previously and now mm. we're re-entering this bull market mm-hmm. so more and more attention is is kind of focused on nfts we're still super early in its kind of life cycle so we're still i mean if you were to get into nfts today you'd definitely be an early adopter i mean we're nowhere near entering some kind of critical adoption or a tipping point of any sorts so it's still super early there's still tons of opportunities i predict let's say in the next coming months and in the in the beginning of 2022 you'll see more of the celebrities that you're familiar with more of the brands that you kind of uh, interact with on a daily basis talking about nfts and nft art specifically right cool. because you can mm-hmm. have nfts in different forms and, and i guess what we're talking about is nft art bet 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 um so last time we spoke about the incels and what happened in plymouth uh with that lad jake davison who ran amok killing people uh we uploaded a video clip mm-hmm. of our section covering what incels were. Seems pretty fair, right? That's what yeah. we do, right? We what incels are in yeah, relation we, to, I guess, that we, Plymouth guy. Yeah, right? exactly. We break down the news, we give an opinion and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But apparently mm. the incels have been watching us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are because targeted. We, because when we uploaded the video to YouTube, and mm. I'll be honest, right? We're early doors, right? Our YouTube interaction game isn't isn't... That's sophisticated. We reserve YouTube for people who are nasty. Yeah, We've said exactly. That in the past. Right. Um, quite a popular post. Notice that there was something going on when we noticed that this particular post had more views than any of them. Mm, correct. In, in, a, in a really short space of time. Thank God. Then we started getting littered with a couple of comments from people who were very upset about our views. Mm. Your view in particular yeah. on Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. Our views on incels and whether or not they are worthy of a space on earth. Look, Don't man, say our. Look, I'd like to be excluded. No, 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 no. Because no. I was being look, educated. I didn't know what an incel our resident, was. Our resident incel. Our, our resident incel. Is, is back in the war for them, man. And we're about to get into it. Look, look, buddy. Look, Jeff. Jeff from, from I don't know. There was two, Ro- there was two Jeffs, wasn't there? Yeah. So two, one said it's an educational link to watch of some Turkish guy yeah. kicking off about being ugly. Guys, I watched a bit of that. Yeah, I watched it too. I watched three minutes. I made my way through three minutes. Yeah, I I lasted about nine or ten. Guys, guys, incel mandem, yeah? Um, Pick up your game a little bit. Stop blaming the world and women about what's going on in your life. Amen. Mm. It's uh, it's not no one's fault but your own. This this is the irony of the whole Jordan Peterson shtick, is that he goes on constantly about personal responsibility, and yet their ability to get laid is totally women's fault. Yeah. Just stop being a loser. Then maybe you might get laid. That's just literally it. <laughs> that, that's, as someone that's, who's, that's who's done why it's your as someone who's done journal requests and think pieces this week on the topic of incels, that's that's the conclusion. Stop. Oh, have you been stop working on incels recently? No, but like you know, I was. I'm super interested in the topic because obviously, in the past, this incel topic has been going on for years. You mm. know, I remember maybe like over a year ago when I was working at Refinery and I listened to this uh, Radio 4 segment of these British incels who'd actually gone to like an expo for incels in Scotland. Sweet Jesus. And they had like recorded everything that happened there. And basically it was like this massive like event of all these guys who had traveled there to kind of talk about men's rights and women are shit and all this stuff. And I was just like, what? (laughs) What did we do? Like you just don't, the thing is they just don't, it comes from a place of not believing in feminism. So therefore they believe that when women are asking for feminism, we, in that, in that messaging, we're thinking, well, men don't matter. And that's not what feminism is. Mm-hmm. Feminism is equality, essentially. You 100%. know, no one, 
benefits from the patriarchy. If we live in a feminist world, everyone benefits. But incels look at that, they get very defensive and start saying, exactly. Mm. And they're like, actually, no, men's rights are more important. Women are horrible. And, you know, you're kind of like feminazis and all these things. They've just Feminazis. Got a- <laughs> never heard that before. Have you not? No, it's a great bar to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> awful but no i just feel like these guys are just like losers who literally sit in their bedrooms how many people two weeks ago when we did this pod i'd never heard of what an incel was i'd never come across it i'd never like so these guys uh provided an education as to what an incel is and then thankfully this engagement that richard speaks of on youtube Provided further education, right? <laughs> <laughs> then you so go. he linked us a video, right? He dropped the video link into into the comments. So I clicked through, and the first the first two minutes or the first minute of the video, basically, he's breaking down the triangle. Hmm. He's like, it's all about height, check, face, oh check, and ethnicity. Oh my god, triple threat, baby. That's what you're saying. And he had this in a triangle thing. And he was like, basically, if, if you ain't got if these you're three things, tall, then you're, not pretty, you're struggling. Then you can't get any women. Okay. And then it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I love a Mehmet voice. I mean, I get that though. Is okay. that bad? So we started because having an argument in the woman, WhatsApp chat. We had a mad argument. We had an about argument it. about it in the chat. So me and my girlfriends will always say, "What do you call a man that's under five ten? A friend." Jeez. I'm not here to be wow. doing eye to eye with my man. I'm sorry. Oh my I want to be cricking up my neck. I'm not going to be looking down. And I'm not going to be looking straight ahead in my man's eyes. I cannot do that. And I'm five at one, so I get away. I can date everyone. But, but even then, even, even then, then. <laughs> I don't want no under five foot ten How man there. No, no, Johnny I'm sat sorry. here hoping the no, seat no, no. just eats him up. It's I, why can't I, let this this I said five foot ten and a half. I'm five foot ten and a half. This is why I wear Air Force Ones. That's right. That's I, can't, right. I can't let this run. How is a five foot one woman <laughs> talking about five foot ten? Because I can. Is a friend. Exactly. Standards. Because I can. Because I can. I ain't going to say Yo, settle. do these incels have a point? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he What's said it from the on? beginning. Height, face, Race. ethnicity. And height. Because the thing is, I want to be able to wear heels. Exactly. So if I'm wearing... How are you going to in heels? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wearing heels, Even I don't want to be looking in your eyes. That's it. If I she's busting not. six inch heels, Thank you. you still need to have like Thank a healthy you. difference. In yeah, and I'm of, sorry, you know what? I just want to say, here's a caveat, you know. Here's a caveat. I want to say sorry to all the short guys. Like, you mm. will find someone. Sorry, I've seen, oh. I've seen, cu- no, but. <laughs> Johnny, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. But I have seen couples where a guy's like quite short, like my height, 5'1, mm. and then he's found a woman who's like 4'9. That's great. We're all, the We're all the same height lying down. <laughs> Are they in school uniform? <laughs> That's paedophilia. What? What's wrong? Well, not if he's also underage. <laughs> edit, edit. <laughs> what kind of grown <laughs> man is 5'1? He needs to grow up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but. Stop. You seem to think that they have a bit of a point. So, so what I was trying to say about in. this incel thing, so I don't know much about it, right? What I thought was compelling is that we all know for a fact that the way you look has an impact on how your life goes. And the video that, that they had posted said something about, or some video that we had been linked to in the, in the comments said something about how you look. I think the title was like, how, how, how you look impacts every aspect of your life which is just right? wild so then i tried to think about what are the aspects of our life yeah so if you think you've got 
uh, kind of a professional career at aspect in your life, like one lane. Then you have like a social friends and rah, rah, rah lane. Then you have like a relationship lane or like whatever, your partner, your significant other. I couldn't really, I stopped thinking at that stage. There might be other lanes in life. Mm-hmm. But if you think of those three lanes, then for sure how you look affects those three lanes, right? How does how you look affect your professional? Yeah. So right. there's like there's like 50% of jobs you, you can't get if you're butters, basically. I feel, that is true That's actually. That's fact. Anything customer facing. Jobs. Anything customer That's facing, lot, you can't be hired if you're the, butters. The way you look and also your name. Name's also a good point. But the way you look is even stronger than your name. Because like tattoos. Your name, yeah, the way you look, I can see it from a mile off, right? Your name, your personality, how you carry yourself and all that other stuff. I'll have to meet you. We'll have to have some level of interaction before I can judge that. Brother, I've but the way lot, you look, I can see that from a, a, a mile off. I've met a lot of CEOs who don't look like Tyson Beckford. But again, <laughs> it's not necessarily Loads. CEO Tyson level, Beckford. right? We're talking about... He's just my twin. Okay. <laughs> you wish. Very good. Don't oh. be rude. Yeah, it's a good he thing that this wish. isn't a, uh, a video a video pod. <laughs> fucking midget over there hyping up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Says the BFG. I'd rather be Which you. is Which is how you like him. Not that tall. Got him! <laughs> I'm not cricking my neck that high. Jesus, there's a range now, bro. Fucking hell. And this is why these incel men are vexed. Because they're not in the range. I don't, I don't mm. agree, bro. No, but this incel from Plymouth, right? Yeah, no, no. I watched well, the like, video. Like, all right, let me, just, uh, let me just take a step, a quick half step back, right? And say, I'm not here for the violence. I'm not here for for the moida. Uh, let's 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 put it this way. There are many when you're disadvantaged in a particular way, there's many ways to react, right? So we were talking a bit about it in the chat in terms of yeah, all you need to do, uh, read a book, get some game, make some money, whatever. There's various ways around your game will get your, you very far. Your bro. disadvantages. Whether, <laughs> whether you want to call it game, whether you want to call it personality, whether you want to call it riches, whatever. There are ways around issues right so we're not we're not saying i'm not here saying the incels are right the women no they should look for butter's breads that's not my argument right i'm just saying that their argument of the way you look impacts most of the different aspects of your life but i'm looking makes at somebody, sense to me but brother i'm looking at some of these incels who have like killed people or tried to kill people and like objectively none of these guys are butters like how many people are actually really really butters when you think about it some people are just average and just need to work with, a, with the, the shit chick. that they've got let's ask the ladies and this is it you know everyone whether you're I've seen really ugly men have a glow up and it's like that's great for you I'm happy for you that yeah, a glow that's up Elon is, Musk that's uh, but it's, no, that's no, these no, billionaires who are glowing up I agree if I think about some of the incels that I've seen online you know that you know physically they're not ugly I mean not my type but someone's type, mm. but they're not physically ugly. Like, ugh, like, yeah. ugh. I think the guy who did the thing in Plymouth, like you look at him, you don't think objectively butters. He just mm. looks like an average guy. Just an average dude. Past. But it's an insecurity. So what are you right? trying to say? It's a confidence thing. Yeah, it's an insecurity. So yeah. If you, Absolutely. If you, where your looks aren't necessarily top billing, the personality and every other element, your hard work, your character, how you are with people and all these other elements, fill those gaps. Uh. To, sure. Jess- to Jessica's point, if you are average, but your personality is 10, hmm. you're wiping up in comparison to somebody who is a 10 looks wise, but has one personality. And I will say this, in the dating pool, 
often the really good looking guys have dry personalities. There you go. But then you look at the average ones who are funny yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm more likely to go for the average guy because he's a grower, but he's funny. He's got personality. Whereas all the models and all the like crisp cut guys are just boring as fuck. Done though. Sure, but the girls still go for him. No, Love, but they don't. Love Island literally just showed us that. But they're so boring. Sure. Yeah, but, but the you girls, still go the, for it. The girls are I also dumb them. on Love Maybe Island. not you, but women so on, in, in general, right? But it's always like the really good looking, boring women go for the really good looking boring men and then they have nothing to talk about yeah. and that's why it doesn't last uh i think this whole insult shtick is born from from an insecurity and the culture around it is is an excuse mechanism this is what i said last week there's a very yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a very thin line or very a very narrow bridge between people who are incels and people who tend to believe in stuff like white supremacy and nationalism uh and it's because just in the same way that blaming people of other ethnicities or people of other countries for your economic oppression or your otherwise uh, less than ideal status in life is due to people from other communities, uh, it's a very easy way of blaming the fact that you don't have either a healthy relationship or any frequent sexual activity on women. And so you yeah. are received an ideology that yeah. tells you that it's not your fault. It's not your fault, puppy. It's women who have been, uh, who've had their brains riddled by feminism yeah. and modern liberal society, These which guys. has conditioned women to not be entitled to fuck you. These guys um, ultimately that, want that, everything. That, on that is, it, that's why you're not getting any. It's not yeah. your fault. They ultimately want everything on their own terms exactly. as well. Like they want to live in a world um, which caters to their awkwardness and to their insecurities. When the reality is, it's survival of the fittest out here. You have to adapt to survive. If you go up to a girl on the street and you chirp her and you're on some weird thing, you're not going to get the number. Exactly. Mm. So you have to adapt to survive. And these men just want to be on their shit in it. I want to play Call of Duty 25 hours of the day, eight days of the week, and then like not know how to speak to somebody, but then be on my fucking emotions when I don't find the woman in my dreams. Yeah, yeah you bro, make it make sense. Get out of the house, go kick. The you know what I mean. Anyway, anyway. Fuck oh. the incels. Like, thanks for the YouTube views, though. Fuck the incels. Join a union. Um, <laughs> That's right. Taking 23 episodes, he's finally learning. Only fans. Oh, boy. Only fans. Talking of unions. One of the biggest... Uh... Talking about incels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. Probably a decent customer base. Anyone, anyone who's been rocking with us from the beginning. Uh, episode one. Episode one. It Feminist was probably, liberation. It was it probably was episode one, topic one, maybe. Yes. Uh, when we spoke liberation. about this. Yeah. Johnny said it, it was the closest thing to feminist liberation we have in the 21st century. Greatest example. Or greatest example. Probably. Just, I mean, whatever. They were in the news this week, as you're probably aware. Uh, was that a nod of agreement? I'm just... She processing. I'm processing right now. Okay, yeah. no, but what do you, what do you believe? What do I believe about OnlyFans? In terms of his statement, is it the closest thing to feminist liberation? It's the greatest expression of feminist liberation in the 21st century. Same shit. That's when you're only assuming that only women use the app. No, not so. Oh, she got him by the balls, baby. Not at all. I know people who know plenty of guys who make a lot of money. That wasn't the point I was making. I don't think there needs to be a masculine liberation in the same context that yeah. feminist liberation mm. is more necessary. So the point that I made specifically was that women taking agency of their bodies being able to monetize that agency was the purest expression in the 21st century. In, a, in a safe space. Sure. I, can, I can hear all the incels. Looks like you're much. in agreement. <laughs> all right, cool. But they were in the news today for other reasons. They started the week by making a huge announcement that they planned on banning sexually explicit content. Oh boy. On their website. It's like the Premier well, League banning football. Yeah, but were forced <laughs> to reverse that decision after securing an agreement with its payment processors. Now, let me break it down. Hmm. Um, to the dismay of its users and creators, 
they announced that they would be banning adult material from the 1st of October. Haram. Um, but those plans have been scrapped. The company said in a tweet, thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Now, they obviously were forced into a reversal because they had a lot of angry users who had initially blamed OnlyFans for this planned ban. The website, which is owned by a porn mogul, I didn't actually know this, uh, Leo Redvinsky had it long expressed a desire he, to move he, be... He's from Essex. Oh, yeah? He's yeah. from here? I Red, think he, Redvinsky. I think he He's is. probably one of he us. Is, yeah, is. anyway, carry on. Uh, yeah. um, well, gang, gang, gang. Yeah, tribe, yeah. tribe, tribe. Not quite gang, gang, gang. <laughs> yeah. That's you people. Leo had long expressed a desire to <laughs> move <laughs> beyond catch that. adult material to more general interest content, but obviously had to switch it after a couple of days. Then there was this whole wrangle about whether or not it was about the banks who weren't paying their money to transfer Obviously. it to the content creators and blah, blah, blah. But basically, they have turned this decision around. What are your thoughts? It's pretty clear, isn't it? Firstly, the banks were like, well, so we don't want to get sued if uh, someone, we don't want to be on the hook if someone sues OnlyFans for some kind of breach of trust or uh, exploitative practice, et cetera, et cetera. So you lot need to come up with a business model where you can do this independent content creation shite um, that is justifiable for us to keep lending you money, right? And then OnlyFans are like, okay, keep ban- lending you money. Yeah, the banks will keep lending money or finance an IPO or something later down the line, okay? Uh, and then OnlyFans are like, okay, fine, so we'll ban the porn so you don't get sued for some kind of nefarious activity. Uh, and we'll come, we'll present you a business plan uh, and we'll, we'll come back to you. And then obviously they presented a business plan and the banks have gone, well, fuck, these people can't make any money if there's no sexual activity on OnlyFans. This is fucking pointless. We'll actually just take the risk of being sued uh, and it's probably gonna be cheaper than not having any sexual content on OnlyFans. So it's not some kind of charitable or social uh, dispensation being made by OnlyFans to sexual content creators. This is all down to money. They realize that if they don't allow sexual content creators to use the platform, they're just not gonna make enough money for their business model to be viable. That's why why they've done the U-turn. So why did they ban them in the first place? You because think the banks, completely... so, because the banks would have said, "I don't buy that. I don't buy that." Banks, so we're not getting sued. We're not getting I don't, sued. I don't, if I don't you buy get, that if... for a second, mate. Shall I tell you why? Go on then. Because I can use my credit card to sign up to Pornhub. I can use a credit card to sign up to fucking all the porn sure. underneath the sun. So, 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 so the reason you're wrong is because even Pornhub have gone through a rigorous verification process for content that gets uploaded recently. So they had a big problem because there was a popular. How did you channel. find that out? Uh, sure, sure. This was in the headlines. This is big news. Yeah, so there was, big news. There, was, there was a channel that was taken off because apparently some of the girls had been given weed or had been given booze, etc., etc. Uh, and that got Pornhub into a lot of trouble for uploading that channel's content. So now independent users need to be verified and channels had to be verified. So it's not, it's, that's a false that's equivalence. That's for Pornhub. No, no, it's that's not. That's a false equivalence. It's not at all. You so can't secure financing we'll let, we'll if there's a risk of being sued. We'll let, we'll let, we'll let Jess go. Yeah, because Jess, you, you were actually looking for people to speak to about this this week for an article at The Face, right? I was. Please, the floor is yours. Thank you. So, when OnlyFans announced this ridiculous banning, you know, I was speaking to sex workers across the country who have been using OnlyFans since day dot, which, by the way, OnlyFans was initially created to be a sex platform Mm -hmm. for explicit content. Mm -hmm. That was their whole branding. And, you know, at the time, a lot of the sex workers were saying, well... We haven't heard anything directly from OnlyFans, so we're not going to kind of worry too much. However, they haven't told us anything, so they've left us in the dark because basically OnlyFans hadn't actually published a public statement. They'd only been kind of talking to Bloomberg and BBC, et cetera. Mm -hmm. 
But then it kind of started trickling out and, and OnlyFans created a, a, a statement about it. And then I received the press release from OnlyFans, which is basically bullshit. You know, it was saying all oh, the banks were pressuring them mm -hmm. because they didn't want to be involved with yeah, sex work, etc. But firstly, you know, the first thing that I thought about when I, I read that was, ah, okay, the banks are probably worried because I think like a few months ago or in the last six months, OnlyFans had a problem with underage yep. people using the app for sexual explicit content and they had an issue with kind of like verifying ages so mm -hmm. that that is obviously a big red flag for Shout any out kind bad of baby <laughs> or bad barbie oh, she's 18 now you know I mean? yeah but this is the thing so people waited till she turned 18 yeah. and then she had like a million subscribers yeah, well, well, I mean, well, well, she waited until anyway. she was 18 to, before yeah, she joined yeah, she's but you're 18 you're 18 fair mm. dues fair game isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. that's your body that's what you want to do however not obviously i understand lenders being worried but when i spoke to some of the sex workers about this they actually have issues you know having like creating bank accounts so say like i don't know various different lenders will refuse to pay out x y or you know some someone like paypal or whatever will refuse to pay out money to sex workers because they know that they're sex workers yeah so they don't want to be involved it's like esg and all that exactly shit. Yeah, yeah, so their yeah. accounts get shut down so then you know they will get paid through paypal or some of the women that i've been speaking to have been getting paid through cryptocurrency, yeah, which is a much safer way to do it. And that is the next step. That's the next step. But it just seemed like a bullshit thing because they also told me that sex workers, OnlyFans takes away 20% of their earnings as opposed to 5% for normal creators. Oh, so obviously wow. OnlyFans, their profits are coming from sex workers. So mm -hmm. it's very, very hilarious that they did a massive like U-turn yeah. because obviously... That's where their money's coming from. Money talks. I think I think when when OnlyFans money started talks. and when they were like in beta <laughs> and they were launching a product and stuff, I think their vision for it may, with what you were saying about the uh, the sex workers, may have been essentially like a kind of a Patreon of sorts, right? Where they're trying to get people on and direct and, and users can directly mm. interact with whoever the the content creator is. But obviously, once it kind of took off, it was the sex workers who who really helped balloon it to 130 million followers, yeah. uh, subscribers, Obviously. right? So it was not, I mean, their success was built on the back of sex, of, of sex workers. There's no doubt about that, right? But the argument that they tried to push as to the banks uh, giving us some problems in paying and making payments and stuff, I don't buy it all, at mm -hmm. all, right? Your point about uh, porn and Pornhub or whatever, these mm -hmm. porn sites, storming a teacup. Visa, Mastercard allowed people to to make payments through on pornographic websites for ten years, and then suspended it for a month, and then and then after an apparent cleanup, let them go again. Right. So I wouldn't say yes. You could argue that that finding funding from from new investors into the business when they're trying to scale up to the next level of growth would have been difficult without pivoting away from pornography. Fair. You can make that argument. But the argument that they try and that they tried to advance as to oh yeah it's the game the payment gateways that are forcing us to do this is bullshit and and you know it's bullshit because they reversed it forty eight hours later and the payment gateways are still intact right um, and the final point to Jess's point is crypto is where this is going to go next right we were talking about NFTs earlier mm. and it's all about decentralization right mm -hmm. where where you when you live in a world where the whole ecosystem isn't being controlled by one firm, whether that's Facebook or Google or OnlyFans in this example, when you have a decentralized system, then there isn't anyone to switch it off. Yeah. The CEO can't wake up tomorrow and say, yeah, no more of this, right? That, it's impossible. There are actually coins for this. 
there are coins. There's one in particular called Cum Rockets, which I'm thinking about uh, buying. What? But it's there it's is, a, yeah. yeah, it's a it's it's a crypto coin for uh, buying porn yeah. in particular. Oh. That's its utility. Could have been a better name. I <laughs> know. I mean, could it be? Could it? It does exactly Hold what on. it says in the tin, but in a bad name? way. I think Cum Rockets is about no, as good no, a fucking no. name Sometimes for as you can get. Yeah, sometimes it does what it says in the tin a bit too well. Ron Seal. Ron Seal. You know I mean? yes. Done now. The difference when you talk about, you know, spending money through, say, YouPorn or Pornhub is that you're actually paying a company. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're paying through OnlyFans, that money goes directly to a sex worker mm-hmm. because you're subscribing to a particular person, mm-hmm. which is why it doesn't really, you can't really draw that comparison because if OnlyFans is banning you know, sexual explicit content, yeah. like that money does not go straight to the sex worker now. Mm. And that was what was so great about the OnlyFans model was that you can actually subscribe in a Patreon kind of model, yeah. subscribe to a particular person and yeah. that money obviously gets funneled through OnlyFans, but it goes straight to that person's bank account. The issue is, is that a lot of the sex workers' bank accounts yeah. are being blocked, being blocked yeah. because the banks, I don't know, you know, I don't know how the kind of like... um sign up agreement is you know you have to say yeah, what your occupation KYC. is mm-hmm. exactly yeah. so like that's the issue yeah it's also pretty sus because some geezer from paypal's obviously subscribed to like lisa snow's video and be like <laughs> well she's pretty fit but fuck i actually can't pay her this month which which living celebrity um no one bait but which living celebrity would take you to OnlyFans to subscribe Ooh, what a question oh that is a great question i'm gonna go with ann widdicombe what? That's fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> I've just got a thing for weakest link. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That's, not Whittacombe, well, that's the best you can do. Anne Whittacombe's the conservative. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Wait, well, who's, who's weakest link? Anne, Anne Robinson. Anne Robinson. Anne Whittacombe's, but that's the one from Anne Big Brother. She's she, Anne, Anne Robinson's a lot more paying in it. That's what Don't I mean. worry, brother. A I'm lot more paying. Like each to their own. This man is sick. Who would I go for? Well, this is what OnlyFans are for. Specific fetishes like this. Yes, that's right. I am her weakest link. I'd, I'd probably, I'd say my first crush was Halle Berry. I'm not gonna lie, I probably st- I'd stay law. Go for Halle. I'm law, babe. Halle Berry. Who would you go to OnlyFans for? Who would I'm I? Not, I'm not. I'm assuming you don't have a subscription already. I don't actually. Who would take you there? I almost signed up for one last year. Who was it? For myself. Oh. Because I was like, fuck it. Well. Pandy. I was like, why the fuck not? It's but then I was also like. I'm a public figure. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but not really though, right? At the same time, because like, I, I think there's a lot of content pennies. there that's not s- sexual, right? Yeah. So like, there's a lot of like chat toes about- toes and stuff. Yeah, well, that's fetish stuff, yeah. right? But there's also like a lot of like, I guess the kind of shit that you'd see on someone's Instagram story. You mm. know what I mean? Where it's not something that you want to post on your feed, mm. but something that you're happy to share as a story. That shit is essentially just being moved onto OnlyFans and people are just seeing a revenue stream as a result of it, right? Yeah. But how do you compete with the people that are literally like selling foot and knickers and, and pants There's and all that stuff? There's something for everyone, right? So sometimes people don't want to like, don't want to see people fucking or you yeah. may not have a particular, you might have a five foot, a, a small girl fetish. Mm-hmm. So I, I know, I know, I know. Or you might have, no, no, but for real, this is a big old world. I know a girl who's quite well established on OnlyFans. Went to school, and I've been discussing, hoping, hoping to get her on the pod at, at some point. But she um, doesn't. Well, I guess she maybe kind of does. But she, her her focus on OnlyFans is more holistic and therapeutic. 
Uh, and that's also a subgenre that's quite popular. There's maybe a sexual angle to it because she's an attractive woman, uh, but it's not. She's not fucking people on on OnlyFans, and so there is a world outside exactly. the explicit yeah. porn space. Oh, uh, even though the people are attractive and there is some sexual energy to it, it's not just for fucking people. It's not just a porn platform. But before know. we skip this section, I had to say, Halle Berry, you might need to put your names into the ring. Yeah, Halle Berry's a bait one. I just feel like if I say <laughs> it's a bit bait. Yeah, yeah if I say yeah, yeah. something like that, we just feel so dated. Yeah, Halle Berry's probably I'm gonna say like Damson Idris. Damson yeah. Idris. Damson Idris yeah. would get it <laughs> everywhere in every hole. Every. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought she was going to say every room no every, every hole. hole every, every hole. hole all over the house all, all over the house um, shit who Maya Jammer's pretty hot oh shit That's, that is the Maya ultimate Jammer's bait one hot. that's the I'd, ultimate I'd bait that. one yeah, yeah Maya Jammer Maya Jammer will so catch, will catch basically my, like a 21st century yeah. Halle Berry basically she'd catch my 18.99 a month for sure um, <laughs> yeah premium subscription yeah 100% her or like Georgia. You're obsessed also with Georgia babe. Smith. I'm not though, but she's wonderful. She went, she did the video in Peckham and now I love her. But they basically yeah, exactly. look similar as well. Oh, you know, I might just, I might, I might actually like subscribe to that, you know, that Shannon who got kicked out of Love Island like oh. day two. See what the fuss yeah, is about. So if you had to subscribe to one, one of the one, like, one Love Island girl, if they joined OnlyFans. <laughs> so let's assume we're living in a universe where every single one of them joined OnlyFans. Who are you, who are you joining? Who are you, who are you? Faye. Oh my Faye. The abusive away. one. Are you serious? Wow. What? Wow. I just, I just want to see the um. I just, throw I, I just want to see how she she does the the whole lipstick thing like in slow mo. Well, I just brown, want to see the brown, <laughs> brown, lips, the brown <laughs> lipstick application because that's that's, that's like are, fine art. Her lips going on are over there. like her lips are sauce. rubber duck. Crazy. I don't know what they Crazy. are. But they I would awful. I would get OnlyFans if someone got a sewing needle and popped her top lip. Yeah, yeah. I'd pay eighty nine and that's abuse. That. That's abusive. But uh, anyway. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, look. Last question on this, just for you. Do you think that on the subject of like ESG and like companies feeling like they have this responsibility to to remove themselves or disassociate themselves from the sex industry, uh, do you think that we're going to find that this is revisited and that more and more companies, more and more banks, more specifically, pull their money out of companies like OnlyFans? Definitely, I feel yeah. that. We, I think people underestimate this country. Like people often assume that we're a very liberal country and actually we're a very conservative country. Mm. And so it doesn't shock me that this has actually happened that the banks are pulling the money out and they're a little bit kind of like, oh, a little bit scared because sex work. Yeah. But the reality is sex sells mm. and, you know, Facts. above porn and above the things that we watch on our TV screens, these are people's livelihoods. And, the, mm -hmm. and for some women and for some people that are on these apps or out on the streets, this is their livelihood and, mm -hmm. and this is how they feed themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's an occupation and we have to respect that. Mm -hmm. And we also have to make it a safe space. And I feel like OnlyFans was a safe space and is a safe space if they continue for people to do their work safely without putting themselves at risk. Mm. And I think these companies that are pulling out, I think will eventually come to the realization that there's a lot of money here to be made. Yeah. And once they have that realization, they'll come back. Yeah. For I real. think we should watch um, the, the OnlyFans subscriber growth very closely in the next two or three quarters. I think we should jump on there. No, no, I think the opposite. Are so they I public? Think, I think we'll see. They're not, not public yet. yet. They're not public yet. They're not public yet, but no, we, I mean, they'll, they'll release some numbers, quarterly numbers when I mean, they release. When I meant that we should sign up. Show, uh, I'm happy to numbers. contribute to the, uh, to I the user growth. I, I, do, I do toes. Yeah, I'm you, not into the footing. You can, you you can do, into that footing. I'm you not can into do, it. Uh, what's Who's that you, called? ASMR? You can do that. Is that your fetish, foot? 
No. What's ASMR? I appreciate like some nice toes and that, but it's not like a fetish. What would be your fetish going around the table? Like Small what would be girls. your thing? Small girls. Small girls. Interesting. Um, oh, I don't have a fetish, man. I do missionary. You're boring. Mm. What? I like I like cuddles. <laughs> Strong. Oh, he's mm. asexual. Mm. That's we actually had a segment on that. Small spoon if you're nasty. Small. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm quite a fan of being small spoon. Mm. Oh, I've never understood it's that. It's comfortable. One of my boys in Who Dubai was saying the same women? thing. Don't small worry about that. Too. Death by snooze. What is that, that about, bro? <laughs> Yo, a six foot four small spoon is fucking disgusting, <laughs> bro. I can't ever imagine being small spoon. Like literally, I had this debate with one of my boys in Dubai. It's like having a backpack. He loves small spoon. What the fuck's that about? It's lit. He's like a grown man. <laughs> no, but some men have a baby complex. Is that what it is? Yeah, because some men like the breasts because they like to be sucking on their yeah, mum's breasts. Like, like the breasts. <laughs> but the breast is on your back if you're small spoon. No, but it's like that womanly maternal feeling. Mm. Like some men like that. So you get into that, like, what do they I call that, that position? That they baby, the, that uh, baby fetal, yeah. the fetal position. Yeah, you knees, know, there's, up, there's, there's some fetishes out there where men are like, you know, sucking on their thumb and, put, and asking their women to put them in diapers. That is a what whole What would you fetish. do if you got into bed and, and, and the, your new boyfriend wanted to be your, small spoon? Your five I would foot walk the ten fuck man. out the room. <laughs> Especially that, oh yeah, exactly, because she's gone five foot ten plus. Uh. So like, you, you've got a six foot four Don in your bed and he wants to be small spoon. No, he's too tall. It, there's a range. It's, oh yeah, there was a range. Five, I just, feel, to like, six, I just feel like it's very, very rude of somebody who is five foot one trying to take <laughs> all of the tall men out of the general population. If you're a five foot eight slash nine woman and Jessica Noah Morgan's like sweeping up all of the six foot plus men, what the fuck are you meant to do? Five foot one, you should be going for five foot five tops. No. And be happy that God gave you the options. Five five. (laughs) God forbid. No, five five actually that actually makes me want to like gag. So a couple of years ago, (laughs) that actually made me want to gag. I could never. Like when some guys like, oh, I'm like five foot eight on their dating profile. I'm just like, bye. How block. often? How often do guys lie about their date on their profile? You know what? Often. About their what? About their height often. on their profile. Sorry. You know, it's often between. It's always the guys that are like five foot ten, but, but they put six foot, and then mm. you meet them. You meet them, mm. and you're like, there's one of them I know in this you're room. Not six foot. <laughs> there's one of them in this room. <laughs> but Wait. how? How do they think that's gonna go? Yeah, surely like, you can't actually just like you can't lie about that stuff because we we're, we're, we're gonna on. meet because she turns no. up. And then no, she's the thing like, is, they think they think we can't tell the difference because my can't. dad is six foot, so okay. I know how Mm-mm. where my head should be sitting by his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So fair, when this man fair, is fair. literally by my elbow, yeah. we have problems. Shit. Shit. To be fair, if I was five foot ten, which obviously I'm not, but if I was. Then um, I'd be less of a man. No, no, but I would also front. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm six foot. And then, like you said, bus Air Force Ones aside, she can't tell. Like, in Air Force Ones, <laughs> you'd be like five, five eleven and a half. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come, baby. No, no, for real, man, damn. If you if you want a, a list of sneakers that will give you a yeah, couple no. extra inches, holler at me. I'm a pro at this. Yeah. And also, ba- <laughs> die with the lie. If she tries to call you out, be like, nah, babes, I'm 189 centimetres. I'm there. Only take off the Air Force Ones when she takes off her heels. She'll Mm. never notice. It's funny funny you say this because I was swiping through TikTok the other day. You know those adverts that come up? And there was a genuine advert that I could not say. Have you seen it? The height one. The height one. I saw it on with Instagram the, today. With the guy who's White like... White guy in the kitchen or something. Yes! So you see it? So weird. It's so weird. And you know what? I was actually like, is there a piece in this? What's the, the fact 
basically the advert is a white guy's in the kitchen and he's like wearing shoes and he's like four foot or something he's small and then he basically mm-hmm. has this like insert to put in his trainer yeah. which mm-hmm. makes him six foot yeah. Yeah. from four foot from, well not four foot or but like <laughs> probably like five foot six anything okay. under to five six ten foot. is four foot for okay. Jess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so short to tall okay. so now he's now tall and I'm thinking, what kind of scam is this? <laughs> and what was it? Are men walking around London with this insole in their foot? And it's just an insole in your, that it's goes the, in your trainer. You just put it in your trainer and what, it makes um, you six and, and you pump it up or something? No, what? it's just you place it in like an insole and it's, it makes you tall. Just what website can you buy this <laughs> from? <laughs> You're the type of person that lies on your dating app. How, Jeez. Jeez. What are you, like five foot eight? Whoa. Wow, you are right. Yeah, you got a great judger. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. She's got the eye for this. Very um, good. How does one segue from OnlyFans and Johnny's vertical challenges mm. um, to Afghanistan? Oh, well, it's, it's just one lot of people getting fucked on camera for another, really, isn't it? Bloop. Jump right in. There's also probably vertically challenged man in Afghanistan, too. Probably still. Well, if you lack imagination, there's many ways to bridge this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Let's jump right in, man. The troops got withdrawn in in what can only be described as a ridiculously hasty way. Mm-hmm. And the Taliban are back. Baby. They're back, baby. Yeah. So this is bleak. This is bleak in 150 million different ways. Yeah. Uh, first things first, thoughts with the Afghan people who having already survived 100%. 20 years of shit are now entering a new era. Shout out my brethren Nabila, man. Love you. Of Facts. shit. Um, shout out all the Afghan expats Facts. across mm. Europe and the world who have have left, are leaving family behind to God knows what's coming. It's funny coming. how no one refers to them as expats, isn't it? Yeah, they're always Well, they're immigrants, refugees, aren't they? This, oh, this, is a Car- this is what Akala's point was, that white people are expats and yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah. is an immigrant, right? Mm. Um, I hate that um, Thoughts also with You can have your views And there's been a lot of shit Twitter takes From Mainly lefties About soldiers Who served in Afghanistan Being agents of imperialism I've not really got a lot of Not really got a lot of chuck with that Thoughts also with A lot of uh, Scarred service people uh. Uh, Who joined the army Or the navy Or the RF For various reasons Depending on their Socioeconomic background The opportunities available to them In life who have come back If they're fortunate enough to have come back from Afghanistan scarred by conflict physically or mentally. Um, my brother served in Afghanistan. He knew people who died out there. He knew people who took their own lives when they got back, such as the horror of war. Uh, and it's something that people in the West like to write about, like to play war games with, like to sensationalize and visualize. But really it's very comfortable and very easy writing for magazines and newspapers about the horrors of war without uh, ever having to experience it when you've got people of lower socioeconomic class who do your fighting for you. Don't know. Um, Joe Biden came out with a speech yep. announcing the withdrawal and the first thing he said at the beginning of the speech was that, that it was never America's intention to do a nation-building exercise in Afghanistan. It's an abhorrent, abhorrent statement. Again, for a hundred different reasons. I've been reading a book called Directorate S, I think, uh, which is all about the CIA's <coughs> campaign um, of influence in Pakistan and Afghanistan. Everyone who knows, or who's listened to this knows that I recommend frequently people read Devil's Chessboard, which is another book about the history of the CIA from Dulles through to the modern era and their influence as a shadow government in the US. But really what the CIA did uh, in laying the groundwork post 9-11 for war in Afghanistan uh, is abhorrent. And the idea, that, the idea that Afghanistan was invaded 
en masse when the US were effectively trying to capture what was an enemy combatant group of the Afghan government or the Afghan people at the time uh, based across the Pakistani border being supported by Pakistani intelligence is it, it, it never made any sense to start with. Um, they purportedly went to Afghanistan to find Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Um, who were kind of, you can make the case that they were being harbored by the Taliban government. The Taliban is quite literally an influential uh, body created by the Pakistani security services so that the Pashtun community of um, of Afghanistan would be pro-Pakistani in their sympathies, politically speaking. Yeah. So an operation is the exact same thing as having funded the Mujahideen following the Soviet conflict in the 90s. Um, these, are, these are American imperialist ventures that eventually uh, bit the hand that fed them. Uh, and for, uh, for the Americans, for the imperialists to walk out 20 years later saying that it was never our intention to build this nation up, it's totally, totally wrong, totally abhorrent. Uh, it was explicitly their intention. They could have taken Al-Qaeda out in the east of Afghanistan without invading the rest of the country. They put political actors in from Hamid Karzai to various following presidents that, that served with the intention of propagating American interests while they effectively abandoned the campaign in Afghanistan to go and invade Iraq because there were more usable assets mm. there than there were in Afghanistan. Um, like I said, for America to later say that their intention was never to support or build an Afghan nation um, basically speaks to the vaucous nature of uh, modern Western neo-imperialism that it feels entitled to walk through a country, yeah. bomb it to shit, and then leave without taking any responsibility for what it leaves behind. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, how, much, how much there is to say beyond it's just, it's fucking awful. Nobody wins. Nobody's won here. America hasn't secured Afghanistan in its bizarre neo-imperialist vision. Afghanistan is not in a so safe place. Have won. He said no one's won. Bear man have won. Okay, Bear yeah, all right, fine. Halliburton have won and the defence contractors have won, et cetera, et cetera. But the vast majority of people have lost. It's not a safer place than it was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. The Taliban are back and they're back in a more aggressive mm -hmm. form. Um, I have no idea what just happened. Carry that was on. kind of mad chat. Yeah. Uh, the Taliban are back and they're back in a more aggressive form. Uh, rather than having a weakened Al-Qaeda as the kind of operative force of a Taliban government, there's now a new form of ISIS that have taken mm -hmm. over who are even more aggressive and are responsible for these bombings that we've seen at Kabul airport. The, the political situation is, is no clearer. The security situation is no clearer. And the West is no safer. America is no yeah. safer. Britain is no safer for having abandoned its responsibilities in Afghanistan because the reason they went in last time that it was allegedly a breeding ground for terror, which was yeah. ten, tenuous at best. Do you think it's, it's less now of a likely to become a, a breeding ground for terror again? Do you think it's less of a breeding ground? Now? Yeah. No, no, not not for the pullout, not for the pullout, because for a very minimal, for a Fire, very minimal NATO... Do you think it's less, than, you think it's less the, of a... So they went into Afghanistan because the argument was it's a breeding ground for terror that's ultimately going to come and attack us. Do you believe that today that breeding ground is less or the same as it was when they went in in 2001? It's at it best the same. At best the same. Give it two months because the Taliban are now back in control. I don't agree, actually. Absolutely not. It's clearly not true, right? I don't agree Please. because 20 years ago, we didn't have an influx of technology that could actually, you know, we've got members of the Taliban now who are using smartphones to connect with each other. We they did had not, satellite phones. But we did not have that 20 years ago. They did. They I, had satellite phones. They did not have that 20 years ago. They did. But Karen, Not Karen. in the same way. They didn't use social media in the same way. I agree on that. The propaganda game was weaker. It is so much more different and more dangerous now because they're able to actually operate, you know, 
underground they were able to operate underground back then but the technology that they've got now is so far advanced that it's actually more dangerous so in that, my opinion that's what i said, I I said the point, at least the technology more point is is interesting they're using it so much more about how the how poorly the evacuation was handled oh gosh yeah cool the technology ties into that the taliban now has access to weaponry that was essentially abandoned Definitely. by allied forces they've got eight billion dollars worth of gear that exactly. they just picked up fine so the technology point we can take on board but is the country less of a breeding ground for terror the answer can only be yes right? why of course the taliban of course the taliban have uh, spent 20 years living in a in a de- in a in a fucking i don't know what the right word for it is but in a hole basically being bombed and depleted or whatever for the last 20 years so there's no way we can argue that the taliban today is stronger than it was when the US entered. They impossible. have more of an impossible. axe to grind now. It's also impossible to argue that ISIS-K, this new terrorist organization, mm-hmm. is of any real consequence. It's not. Mm. Every analyst says it's not. They, they spent... just killed Af- 60 Afghan civilians Yeah, anyone airport. could send a guy with a fucking suicide belt, a uh, vest on to some... But as a body, they are... You can read any analysis, mm-hmm. you can listen to anyone speaking on this, they all concur. Like... They spent the last two years murking off these ISIS-K. The ta- they're, they're a sworn enemy of the Taliban. They're a sworn enemy of the Allied forces. Everyone's been murking them, right? You have the Afghan Secret Service who were uh, compiling intelligence, passing it on to the Americans who just droned the shit out of it, right? Mm. And what we've learned is, and going back to what you were saying about the Afghan people who haven't had a good time, what we've learned is that the US and the drone strikes was all one big fuckery. Mm. So we were told that drone strikes were targeted killings. We'd specifically target the person we're looking for and we murk that guy, right? They lied. What we've learned in the last few weeks is that was all crap, right? Bullshit. At the moment, or they had historically authorization to do these drone strikes and double tap drone strikes when they didn't require authorization when there was like less than seven civilians that would get injured, right? Mm-hmm. That means you didn't have to run it up through the pole to get authorization to mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. if there were six kids, if you're trying to get that target, right? That's catch. If there's seven or eight kids, then we'd have to kind of call up and see if we can do it. Afghanistan was the most droned country in the world, right? So, yes, I, I think personally, when you look at the last 20 years, it's all about perspective, right? It's all about perspective. I read something that said like in 2004... The Taliban, after getting murked off by the by the U.S. in the initial invasion, basically, which is the only part of this whole exercise, I guess the U.S. did pretty well. The Taliban offered to to ha- like destroy all their weapons, hand in their weapons, and participate in the kind of peace process, right? Which was ultimately rejected by the Bush administration, which historically now is a bad decision, right? But if that was the case, then these Taliban men that we're all switching out about right now would just be any other international actor where we have a marriage of convenience. There'd be no difference to the Saudis. There'd be no different to what's going on in Pakistan. There'd be no different to to all of these other organizations. And now that they've come in and and regained control, that's what we're going to see. There's no way that that you think now that that the US or the UK or the G7 are not going to be working with these Taliban Mm. men, right? So for me, it's all about perspective. The US, the UK is, is rushing to leave. China and Russia... Not a single person has been evacuated. China's just prepared 8,000 peacekeepers to come They're into the country, about, yeah, right? Of course, it's an so game. It's a perspective thing, right? Yeah. So perspective in terms of who won, yeah, defense contractors and, and you know, 
a massive industry in the US made a lot of money. But now China's waiting to include these fuckers into the Belt and Roads Initiative. And this is going to be a big boon for Afghanistan. This is going to be China coming in and building infrastructure like there's no tomorrow. And, and, and essentially taking minerals from underground and... And, and trillions of back lithium, to, isn't it? They're lithium, yeah, and yeah, there's all yeah. types of shit. Yeah. And shipping that back to that Belt and Road Initiative. Afghanistan was, if you look at the map of how they wanted to do this Belt and Roads through the Middle East yeah. into Africa and rah rah rah, Afghanistan was the only missing piece. It's the old because, Silk Road, right? Sorry? The old Silk, the old Silk Road. Road. Exactly. The Belt and Road Initiative is what they yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah. Silk yeah. Road. So, <laughs> so realistically, we sat here in London reading newspapers and reading CNN or whatever, and it sounds like, oh, yeah, all of our interests are murked off. But it's perspective. If you're sat in Afghanistan, you're happy for these men to leave because mm-hmm. they just spent 20 years bombing the shit out of you. Exactly. You've had these military contractors uh, committing all types of atrocities in the country that we've seen, documented. No one gives a fuck about here in the West. Then, then you've got the Chinese there like, don't worry about these guys. We're waiting to offer you $25 billion worth of loans straight off the bat or whatever. So, yeah, we sat here and we think, yeah, Afghanistan, what a terrible job. But I think in Afghanistan, people are, let's say, not as sad as the media paints. As us, that oh, Jesus even. Christ. I don't know how you can make a claim like that when there's videos of, of hundreds, if not thousands of people desperate and clinging onto planes yeah. to escape at Kabul airport. Sure. Mm. Thousands and thousands of mm. more trying to escape to the Pakistani border. Sure. The wider point that I want to make and that I was trying to make was that it, this basically... Uh, calls into question the entire premise of liberal intervention. We sure. went into Afghanistan with the explicit aim of making it less dangerous from the perspective of creating a democratic society. And we spent 20 years bombing civilians. We killed 60,000 innocent people so that girls could go to school and there would be democratic elections, etc. And as the going got tough and as people thought that it was maybe starting to get a little bit expensive, we've totally given up that progress. And yeah. we've now sold, all, so these women and the girls. We've sold all these women and girls back into the arms of what is effectively going to be an oppressive regime. We've left our own allies, our soldiers, translators, NGO workers. We've left these people without papers to get themselves sure. to refuge. Sure. What was the point? of bombing all these civilians and dominating country for 20 years if we're just going to give up eventually. Amen. Can I ask you, so you agree with Tony Blair then? That's what his position is. Yeah, exactly he what you said. We he should leave 2,000, 3,000 troops there forever. Do you agree with that? I don't necessarily think you need to leave them forever if you do the job properly. What's doing the job properly? The they job tried to do the job properly. They pumped two, three trillion dollars into it. Well, I mean, what? Look, if you if your argument is that the exercise of nation building we found to be false, cool, we all agree with that. That's all bullshit. Bullshit. You can't go into another country, a country you you really don't understand, and try to export some form of culture that you have in your country. Cool. We all we're all on the same page on that. But what's your argument? Your argument is they should still be there now. The argument is that the objective the was the objective was supposedly to eradicate the Taliban. That isn't a particularly difficult objective. Hard to find them, but the CIA and the MI6 just, are capable enough of finding them. But they, but they had they had Bin Laden in Bora Bora, uh, Tora Bora rather. They they had these people found, so we found them, sure. and we can do that job. If the objective was to get rid sure. of Al, uh, of Al Qaeda and Taliban, that's very easily done. Sure. We didn't fo- we didn't follow through on that because it was more profitable, it was more useful to have Afghanistan in a state of flux. It justified private contractors staying in there. It's a good tax earner. Sure. Private interest made a lot of money out of it. This was never. I, what's your point? How? Sh- what's your point about? The point leaving? was that we should keep a mi- we, about leaving. I mean, should we leave or should we have not left? We should have kept a minimal force to maintain security. So it's Tony Blair's bar. 
That's exactly what Tony Blair's And arguing. you don't agree with that? No, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, I'm trying to clarify his position because okay. you can't have it both ways. Yeah, my view right? is that we shouldn't have thrown away 20 years of work. So you should, you think we should still stay? I, yes. So your argument isn't one that we should leave in a more properly planned manner, like the, that Biden rushed it by giving us two well, weeks or whatever. It. We should set up to leave when we can leave. At the moment, but, it's not appropriate to leave. But that's indefinite then, right? But that's it's not effectively indefinite. Not indefinite. Job You're arguing that until we're able to export this idea of democracy that they've been trying to do for 20 years, we should stay. Democracy, Tony Blair said that with a troop of two and a half thousand Americans, a thousand Brits and, and whatever else, some, some condensed uh, smaller force, that we haven't seen any deaths on our side mm -hmm. and uh, we could carry on making the inroads to the, the Afghanistan that we, of the future that we want to see. Having, That's what you're, you're having parrying. Cre having basically. created instability, it's our job to maintain it and we can't just surrender security because it's not convenient for us. So I actually remember the very day when the war was announced. I think I was like 10 years old at primary school and Tony Blair was prime minister and I wrote to him. I was like, can you come to my school? I was a staunch, I mean, my parents were staunch Labour supporters yeah. back then. But, you know, we know now, even five, 10 years after, that the reason why we went to Afghanistan was based on lies. And to deep that, even now, at 28 now now that we're coming out of it, looking at the destruction that we have caused yeah. from the West, you know, I'm not surprised if it is now a worse, more like a breeding ground for terror. Mm. We've caused that. There's no terror we, left. We have literally gone into a country under false pretenses. That's all Iraq. That's not Afghanistan. It right? doesn't matter. Iraq was false pretenses. Iraq was when they said Both. we had weapons of mass destruction. Both. Afghanistan was false pretenses as well. Both. What was the false because pretense? They said that's where that's where Osama bin Laden is. The issue with us going into those into those countries is no different from colonialism and going and thinking that we can Agreed. fix a problem. Agreed. We don't know Agreed. anything about them. So Agreed. why do we feel? And this is what I hate about us. And I I, I say us because. I'm not part of this and I hate the fact that this country in the West seems to think that we're better than everyone else and we need to go into these countries and fix up their poli like yeah. political um, yeah. landscape yeah. and do this. And all we've done is broken up families. We have caused deaths, yeah. unnecessary violence, yeah. and then decided, oh, we're done now. I'll just fuck off. Yeah. And now all these women and children who are out without families, as you said, people are literally clinging onto planes to try and escape from the violence and are dying. The flip side of what you're saying is things were better. But also, let me finish. Mm. You know, all these people now are going to obviously you know, seek asylum in our country. Sure, sure. But now we are a hostile environment. So this is another mm, issue that yeah. we're, we're having to face. Hostile pretty a, pretty a hostile environment to oh, immigrants yeah. coming oh, over. Oh, and now, exactly. And she ain't going to have all these people from <laughs> Afghanistan come into our country. What so do where think? do we go from here? We've gone into a country where we've caused havoc yeah. and now we're not going to allow them asylum to the country. Yeah. I can't. That doesn't fix with me. What do you yeah. think about all the people who have said that uh, Biden's worse than Trump right now? I, I, I wouldn't go that far, to be honest. I really wouldn't. I, think, I, I would. I'd say he's I worse. I find that as a wild hot It almost take. doesn't matter, though. I'd I'd say say it's, it's like a distraction. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, you think, I don't think that's true. What do you reckon? I'd I think it's worse. a distraction. But what do you I think? I don't care. Yeah, they're the same shit. I prefer Trump. I'd say, he's, I'd say he's worse in this context because Biden's excuse... <laughs> Only because with Trump, there's no bullshit. It's to the face. Yeah. Trump would have come out and said, I don't care about these I Afghans. Agree. I'm not looking to waste a, a trillion dollars a year. Yalla, bye. <laughs> 
I yeah. get whereas, what you're saying. Whereas Biden's coming up with the fluff. Oh, we've achieved our objective. Uh, this is a uh, this, and we're leaving that behind. Saying. There's none of that facade. I think he's. So, I think he. He's trying to be diplomatic about yeah, it. Yeah, I think Biden's basically been pretty straightforward, but it's just nicer. Look, the the thing. He's older. The Diploma- reason, yeah, diplomatic. He is. The reason, the same age. I think the reason yeah. I think Biden's worse than Trump well, is that. Yeah. Oh no, but the Biden's same age. Biden yeah. is literally just he's like fucking senile. Bless yeah, him. He's exactly. got shit for brains. Uh, the reason I think Biden's worse than Trump on this one is because uh, there have been plenty of leaked papers effectively that the US troop withdrawal was a negotiating position to get the Western, pro-Western Afghan government to agree to a limited force to remain. Mm. Now, they lost the election, they couldn't follow through with that, but Biden's excuse, Biden's pussyo excuse for pulling out of Afghanistan was that my hands were tied by Trump's policy of withdrawal. I remember mm. when he it's said that. a great that. excuse. It's yeah. a shit excuse because the guy came in and wrote like six executive orders in his first day. You are the commander in chief. Yeah. If you tell the army to stay, they stay. Yeah, yeah. Biden's a pussy old and they've bottled this and I don't think people will ever forget it. But he I hasn't don't... bottled it. This was his opinion. He doesn't like the war. He wants to leave. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know where Afghanistan is. Uh, haram. Bad take. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Johnny. No, like, I'm not going to jump to Love Island without reiterating the solidarity and the love that we are sending to all those who are suffering and all of the... Yeah, we can't yeah, go straight into Love yeah, Island. Yeah, 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 We're yeah. talking about deaths and then you're yeah. like, on a, note, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, Liam and Millie. Solidarity to everybody for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Well done on your little um, prediction about Jake and Liberty Sorry, not, not sorry, making sorry. it to little prediction. Yeah, yeah whatever. Fucking uh, game changer. Well, well, well done to Liam and Millie. I think that's the main prediction that yes. came right. Myself well, well and done, Tommy. Millie. They're so Myself boring. They are but, so boring. but very beautiful. So they are very nice just let them have it. Aaron and Mary that's lasted lasted all of not sixty really. minutes after landing in Stansted. Aaron, <laughs> brother, you can't hot up Kaz. <laughs> you cannot hot up Kaz for questioning the compatibility of your mm-hmm. relationship with that stunner from Leeds. That's right. If you didn't break up with her 60 seconds after landing, Kaz don't need you. Kaz is a baddie by herself. That's right. And she was was. an influencer before she even Mm. went on Love Island. So Mm. if you think that she can't start getting all these deals Mm. post Love Island, think wrong. Mm. She doesn't need no man. Thank you. Deals. She's going to be the Just to let you know what happened with Aaron. I want to let you know what happened with Aaron. Speaking of deals. Molly May. No, No, you know what? Yeah. Molly May has the black community in a chokehold. Yo, yeah. I was looking at Molly May the other day and I was like, yo, is she cute? Yeah. Mm. Post, Tell me about the chokehold. Post, like, post. All of a sudden, I'm looking at Molly like, yo. She had a lip reduction. That exactly. I'm like, yo. Because you don't remember reduction. when she looked like an alien. Yeah. Mm. She, cause I perused, she was pretty now. She was a young fae. Yeah, and I now perused she's not. her little IG page the other day and she, there was this one where she's like on holiday and she's all fresh faced and shit. I was like, yo, she's kind of high. I'm shit high. Yeah, still not my type. And now she's, she's creative cute. director at Pretty Little Thing yeah, at 22 a, years old. Ex- did, exploitative did, capitalism. But did you hear the reason why she got that role? Wow. In an interview she was like oh this role was so perfect for me because i input on uh what songs they should play on the set uh, and you know i've had like input into styling and right. this stuff and i was like so you chose a spotify playlist on the set yeah so that's what makes you <laughs> create a director no, no, just that, say that the bag was sweet no no no, no like... that's just no 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 spotify playlist that's a skill though. but just say the no, bag that's was a skill sweet. that's a skill that's a skill well bring up the spotify playlist because i want to see what she's listening to just fyi i too am passionate about ex- 
exploiting Bangladeshi labor uh, in Leicester. So fucking Johnny I'm, Holier Than Thou Vivas has entered the chat. I'm also and where did you buy your t-shirt from? This one's Uniqlo Baby. And where's your jeans Gang. from? Uniqlo Baby. And your Gang. socks? Uniqlo Baby. Gang. Where's the range? There is no range. We, it's Uniqlo we're Uniqlo Baby. boys. Yeah, this what about is, your vans? They probably got made for 20p. How much do you pay for oh, them? I'm not a brand ambassador. It's a false equivalence. That's not the point. But but that's the the you're wearing Jordans. Are, talk to me but, about... But you are a brand ambassador. <laughs> but you are a brand ambassador, bro. How? Everything we wear is, where is brand ambassadoring. Is it? Yeah, for sure. You're like the, the Gen Z and all the, the chat about us is that... I'm we, not Gen Z. That's you. Whatever. Gen no, X, they're, Gen they're Z, Gen, Gen X, Y. Old. The, across the, basically anyone Relax. under 30, basically. Now you're millennial. Millennial is 27 yeah. to 40. Is my brother's 40. Is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm a millennial. millennial. I'm a millennial. But right. either way, regardless, like... I'm still better than you. We're supposed to identify <laughs> with causes. We buy t-shirts with... Like hemp t-shirts because we're trying to be cool to the universe or whatever, right? So we're all hemp. brand ambassadors, ultimately, yeah. right? When people nah. are more into uh, these kind of um, independent brands than ever before. Yeah. So what did you want to talk about with regards to uh, Aaron and... Uh, Aaron, what's his name? Aaron's Aaron's fade. Fade. It's dead chat. It's a dead fade. Yeah, Why? Because he landed, he got a fade and now he's got a new chick, right? Uh, Where's he moving who's the chick? Have you not seen the fade that he had before yeah, when yeah, he yeah. entered Love Island? Yeah, it wasn't a fade. Chick, that went viral, bro. It wasn't a fade, it that was a disappearance, bro. Yeah, that step thing that he had, like, bam, bam. That's called hairline disappearance. He had to cut his own hair. He said it was either I trim my own hair no, no, no. or afro. He's no. paying, though. He is good looking. He's paying. This is the power yeah. of a haircut. He landed in London, got a new trim, boom. And he was like, okay. I can do better than Mary. Activate the summer look, baby. Mm. Have, you seen, have, have you seen uh, Mary's before and after pictures? Yes. It's quite sad because she was really pretty before. I don't really think she needed Really surgery. pretty before? Oh boy. Leave it, leave it. The doctor. Holier than thou yo, again. Yeah. As far as like those, aug those facial augmentations go, <laughs> yo, Mary's doctor deserves an MBE. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Shlomo was he's on done, job. Yo, Shlomo was on job. on job. And this goes back to the incel thing, right? So like, for real. <laughs> yo, he's not over it. Everything goes back so, to incel. Like, ultimately, if, uh, yes. if your looks didn't matter, there wouldn't be a billion dollar plastic surgery. Yo, it's industry. just vanity, bro. For women, not men. Even for, but even for men now, you're seeing men get hair transplants. We know two brothers who got mm. hair transplants. Two men I know who have like just basically got new hair. Madness. Speaking of, have you seen Duncan from Blue recently? No. He's had his whole Botox face done. I could not oh. recognise him the other day. Is good or bad? Bad. Is it? But Blue, it Blue seems to be bangers, trickling in, in, in men's worlds right. to be getting surgery. Yes. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, uh. Go on. You're out of breath. They've actually got bangers, bro. Yeah, they they actually got a couple of big tunes. Yeah, they got one love. Yeah. I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. But that line, I think. So it's step back, because you don't know this cat. I know deep down that you don't want me to react. I lay low, keeping all my options open. This is the situation that. Yeah, man. Ironically, you, know you only words? remember the black guy's bars. This memory of mine, baby. Simon from You didn't remember the chorus. You're like, the chorus, you're like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I know the raps. Oh, yeah. I'm black. And then, <laughs> and then the, my G comes in. I'm like, yes. Quick 16. I'm black. Yeah. I'm black. I know the raps. We also have to think back, back in those times, there were things were fairly stereotypical. Yeah. Like Rocky B from Blazing Squad. Every oh every squad God. had one black guy yes. who oh did the rapping. He almost went. He, like Leo he, the Lion yeah, from the streets. Yeah, he then yeah. almost went. Leo the Lion from the streets. Simon from Blue. Yeah. Rocky B from these man. Yeah. Bradley from S Club. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Bradley. Oh, what 
what's he doing now? That we was... can feel the music going through the everywhere. Bang on. There's no only one of their songs that went number one, sung by the black boy. Whatever. Oh boy. <laughs> Whatever. They tried. But that's what re- uh, representation used to look like. Don't know. <laughs> Don't stop. Now we're everywhere, so, so what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, that's oh, what they're trying to stop. One of the things that we didn't say about <laughs> Jessica Noah Morgan, you got a really strong name, by the way. Your name is like definitely um, suitable to your to your industry. Jessica Noah Morgan. It's great. It's a strong Jamaican th- name, to be fair. <laughs> it also Jamaican. sounds like the kind of name that, that you never say, you have to say in its entirety. You yes. never just say Jessica. You can't abbreviate it. Yeah, it's always like in its... Jessica Noah Morgan. Yeah, yeah the Noah really lifts that whole shit. That Jessica you. Morgan, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Jessica Noah Morgan, I'm taking you more seriously. That's, that's the benefit of um, one, thing, <laughs> one thing I didn't mention in my pretty unbelievable introduction to her before, <coughs> she is also mm-hmm. Forbes 30 under 30. <laughs> now, I'm sure you've heard of it, but maybe, like me, don't really know what it's all about. So, please explain to us how it happened, what it means, Mm -hmm. and can you lend me a fiver? (laughs) And me, please. The bag is sweet now, I have to admit. Oh, very good, very good. Big money talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How sweet, how sweet. Are we talking about like tangfastic Haribo sweet? Yes. (laughs) It's called saving a deposit on a house sweet. Hey, it's frivolous Uber activity. Generational wealth has entered yes. the chat. The boss. Enjoyments. Enjoyments. But it has come with hard work. Of Don't course. know. You can't get these things without hard work and graft, mm-hmm. which was the whole of 2020 for me. Mm-hmm. I grafted. Is that it? Just one throughout. year of graft. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all it took? One year of graft. Boy, for real. A whole lifetime of graft. There we go. Don't A whole lifetime of graft. Sure. But no, 2020 was actually like a butter's year for me. I caught COVID early in like March and then was working. I went to work like three days after I got out of hospital and was like on it, like journalism, 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 going to report on coronavirus from the front line and all this stuff. And at the time, like I loved my job and I loved all the, like the content I was coming out with and getting exclusives and stuff. Um, But the way Forbes came about, like took me off guard because I didn't apply for it. Someone Mm. must've thrown my hat into the ring. Do you know who? I don't know who. Swear. I don't know who. To this who. day, they don't to tell you. To this day, I, That's dope. They, I don't know. That's when you know you're doing dope shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, it really took me off guard because like, even like, you know, my friends who have friends up north or somewhere else, like somewhere, somewhere, people know my name and know my work. Hyper visible. Um, which is just like crazy for me because I'm just like little old me. Um, but then- <laughs> when, Stressing on the little. <laughs> it's just little old mm. me. Five for one me. Um, five or one me. That must be pretty cool, no? When you see people from like all parts of the world who have like interacted with your work. Yeah, I guess like I have never gone into this career to want to be known. I've always want to be just like you know, kind of giving voices to the underheard and underrepresented. So like when people know my name and like know my work, it's like nice for me, but it's not like the be all and end all. I'm like, oh, cool. But mm-hmm. focus on the story, focus on the people that I'm trying to highlight. It's not about me. And do you have like a, a, a typical segment that you try to highlight usually? Nah, yo, like I've seen like just from following you, it would be, you reach out to everybody about everything. Yeah. Right? Like it's hard hitting. It's, it's, uh, it's recent, it's topical. It's really important. 
most importantly, the yeah. topics that you typically cover. Don't it's worry, often... bro. She's already agreed to be here. It's you, <laughs> yeah, man. She's done an hour of so I'm, I'm doing the niceties now because the next section is about to get funny. No. <laughs> no, but real talk, like it's literally just about reaching into communities and speaking about important topics that mm. are re relative to the news cycle, yeah. um, which I'm really passionate about. And that's why I went into journalism. Like I quit a whole law degree and law, well, law career to go into journalism because that's what, how much I care about it. But now I like- regrets? No, no regrets. No regrets. You don't look back. You don't think, oh man, I wish I'd practice a bit of law. She said, she said the bag's good. What's the, what's bag the regret? The bag is heavy. The I mean, it's not as greener, good as law. Exactly. I can't lie. I'm not mm. getting the bag that I used to get in law and finance. I was in finance as a fund manager mm. for a while. Oh. But... If you had kept that up, you probably have a house by now. I know. <laughs> but I wasn't getting enjoyment out of it. Fulfillment. Mm -mm. Fulfillment. Mm. Whereas now, I'm not getting... You know, my salary's not as big as that, but... You I get to meet day. so many interesting people yeah. and it like, you know, some, I, I, I appreciate like I come from a privileged place, you know, mm. I'm able to work, I'm able to live in a liberal society, I'm able to live as a free woman, but a lot of people don't have that privilege. So mm -hmm. I get to speak to those people and elevate their stories. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, 2020 was all about that, you know, obviously coronavirus and all these things that came about it. But yeah, like someone like submitted me to Forbes. They're like one morning I got an email from Forbes, like you're under consideration for Forbes 30 under 30. And I was like, no, this is not real. Yeah, sick. What? You were like, Chee. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I sent back like, you know, like questions they asked me, you know, what do you do outside of work? What do you enjoy? What Spotify playlists have you made? Like little hmm. questions oh, like that. They asked you that. Yeah, they asked me like, um, what apps do you use the most and why? So I was like, Spotify, wow. obviously, because I like the van <laughs> um, and Instagram. And yeah. then, yeah, like a couple of months that I had, didn't hear anything back from them. And then one morning at 7 a.m. in the morning, I received an email from Forbes, like you've been selected Forbes 30 under 30 candidate. Mm, and I, awesome. you know, I was like, run up and sell. <laughs> I was running up and down the house. Like, this is not real. Like, this is not real. Like I thought someone was Who's literally- Who's the first person yeah. you called? My mum, yeah. my dad, but they didn't know what the fuck it was. They went, what's Forbes? They didn't even, for like years, my parents didn't even know un or understand what I even did yeah. at Refinery or Vice. Yeah, like they yeah. just were like, oh, you're writing, whatever. Yeah. So then when I got Forbes, I was like, wow, this is amazing. But actually like, it's more than just accolade. Like I was introduced to all these brilliant people around the world you know, in business, in finance, in mm. media, and we're part of this Slack channel where it's just a huge, massive opportunity to connect with different people. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a huge accolade, but also like, it's not, it's not that deep. Mm. There's still work to be done. Done now. And, you know, just because I've got that accolade doesn't mean I'm top this, top that. I'm still me but, from the ends. But, I'm still in journalism trying to do but, what I'm doing, but. You will move from the 30 under 30 to the <laughs> Forbes list in Jesus' name. In Jesus' <laughs> name. Please. Oh, thank God. Now, I was going through your Twitter. <laughs> mm, time, time to tear a good woman down. <laughs> None of this is crazy, but I do want you to justify some of the things you say on there. Okay. Can we cut this I know bit I'm a bit wayward. Can we cut this bit for the incels so we can get them back on side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're a witch. This first one, I just want to understand how this even came about, how this happened. You said recently, very recently. Very recently. Mm. I thought mm. JK from Jamiroquai was black 
for a hot minute. <laughs> Explain yourself. You know yes. what I did? I genuinely did. I just he, thought it, I just thought it was light skin. Hmm. I genuinely thought it was light skin. Hmm. And it jarred me the other day when I was like, you know, um, I think it was like a 20 year anniversary of the album or whatever. And I was like, let me do my Googles. Hmm. So I went on Wikipedia. Hmm. Why am I seeing he's not black? Yeah, no. Nah. Not even close, love. Not, not even a sprinkling. No, 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 no. No, no. curls. You say no, white, no, no. white people don't have rhythms that we're, that we're getting They at. don't. She, she saw the snake hips and was like, he can't be white. Have nah. you never heard of Tom nah, Jones? No, but you know when you look at him in... Uh, Tom Jones what's, white. what's that music video where he's like he's sliding Welsh. across virtual the room? virtual insanity. Virtual insanity. He's whiter <laughs> than Johnny. No, nah, but you know what? There are... Th- Saying something. Yeah. But... He has more rhythm than Johnny. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of with you, to be fair. He's got I a bit of Jamiroquai spice to him. Ryan Giggsy. What's wrong with you, man? What? Like, you know how Ryan, Ryan Giggs, Giggs has like a white. little black in him? He's Sierra Leonean. Which what Johnny's got yeah. Ryan Giggs is mixing Yeah, so that's what I thought that. Jamiroquai exactly. was. I thought he was light-skinned. That. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. And there's different shades of black. We yeah, know this. Yeah. And this is why I thought, oh, he has he has a bit of... But actually, he's. I think he's Colombian or... Uh, he's got Who, Spanish in him. Yeah, he's got Spanish in him. Or... Hold on. We're not grouping the Latinos with the gringos. Please. <laughs> We're not doing this discourse on I'm this sorry. podcast in Jesus' name. <laughs> so of all of them, yeah? He's got... So he, I I think, don't, we don't relate to the European them. I think he's Colombian. I think he's South American in some Boom. Thing. So, es mi vecino, pues. What? That's yeah. my neighbour then, isn't it? Oh, right. Second tweet. Mm. Why do the richest people have the worst hair extensions? Mm. You know what? Was that's that at Chloe? Fact. Was that at Chloe? Just at Chloe Burrows if you want to at her, innit? It was. Ooh. It actually was. <laughs> Who's Chloe Burrows? The Chloe from, from Love, Love Island. Island. Oh, it was. Okay. Well, she's got what, bad extensions. No, Terrible. but it's not just she her. Ripped. Terrible. She ripped. When I, you know well, when you're scrolling now. through Instagram and you see all these like rich baddies, you know, like rich Russian billionaires and mm. stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> you have infinite amount of money. And your hair extension is still showing outside your head. <laughs> My man's going down to Peckham to get hair extensions mm. and it looks better than that. Oh boy. So you've got bare money, but your hair is butters. I want to understand, but I think it also comes from a place of when you've got money, that doesn't necessarily mean you've got style. 100%. Mm. That's number one rule, yeah. But also, if and you've you're got money, you don't trashy. care. Yeah. Mm. Zuckerberg yeah. lives in a t-shirt. But that's different. Yeah. That is... He doesn't I'm, look bad, though. It doesn't look bad. He's just like a it's regular just a uniform, guy. He's got the money. He's yeah. a regular guy in a t- Uniqlo t-shirt. We're out here. Gang. But he's not out there with bleach blonde, you know, hair extensions, but their hair is so chang-chang from straightening <laughs> that they got no hair to even add extensions in. So they've mm-hmm. added these cheaper, nasty extensions would probably cost them a bag yeah, yeah, and yeah. look nasty as fuck. I'm just like, how? Tweet number three. We're two for two and attacking white people. I'm excited to see how this I'm one sorry. goes. I twerked for England last night. <laughs> In the, mid- in the middle of the road in front of a fire engine. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is my favorite bit. Shame. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, you don't need to explain that, to be honest. I think we all twerked for England towards think, well, the, I, that I, midsection of the tournament before COVID. things was, went really I bad. I was laid out. You know yeah, what yeah, the worst part about that tweet was? My boss read it. Oh, <laughs> it was the first thing he said to me when I came in the office the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's a true story. I was literally twerking on the ground in the middle of Shoreditch. When and was this? Uh, the Euros. Like, the, yeah. the semi final. Like, oh, the end. semi final. We were all so gassed. We were gassed. We were gassed. Yeah, we were all yeah. gassed. I was, I was waved. I was, I was in bed dying of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. The rest okay. of us were gassed, though. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us were gassed. Yeah. You know yeah. I was gassed. I was gassed. Jeez, yeah. we were. 100%. But the gag is the fire engine had his blue lights on. 
It was on. It was in a rush. Shit. Oh, and my snap. big ass was twerking in front, and they had and to beat like, me to like, yeah. girl. <laughs> I know Angel won, but you need to get the, the fuck because someone is on fire. Imagine oh. if they imagine if they just pulled up the fire engine. They were like, you just know hose what? Me down. Just you know what? Cannon her. You know what? People die every day, B. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this girl yeah, ruin her life. This is St. John's problem now. Blue lights and not the red lights. Yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. Um, final tweet. And this is the one that made me laugh. We've kind of touched upon it today already. Mm. But just the way you delivered this really made me laugh. Okay. You are not five foot ten. <laughs> See how men lie unprovoked. <laughs> We've touched on this one yeah. already today. It's a consistent theme. Mm. It's a consistent I like that you're theme. consistent with it. Yeah, consistency that's, is key. That's one of the say. rudest tweets that's, that's I've ever heard in my life. That is bars. See how men lie. I'm See provoked. how men lie from from five foot one, brother. Talking uh, upwards. Yeah, ridiculous. No, but, no but I'm actually sick of this. We are living in a pandemic of men lying about their height, and yeah. we need to talk about it. It's true. We do. We need, need to, to talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> Explain yourselves mm. in the comments or somewhere. Explain yourselves. Why do you lie? What's the justification for it? So, so let's uh, let's put it this way, yeah. If you were in their position, mm. how would you approach this? I ain't gonna lie about my height. So, how would you approach it? I say I'm five foot ten. Rags. How about if you're five foot seven? I say I'm five foot seven. But then yeah, you're, just, you you're just gonna air them. I will, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You and a bunch of others were added. But imagine I come to a date expecting what? this tall stallion mm. and I see some deadbeat five foot five. Shetland yeah. pony. I'm going home. You don't, think that, you don't think there's any chance he can win you over with his personality? No! Has he not done that? Has there's not enough that? chat in the world, yeah? Have you walked from a date because a bloke's been shorter than he said he, on his profile? I've stayed for one drink and I've gone home. Yikes. Oh, boy. You're, there you go. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still not. I know that what I want and point. I don't want to be looking in someone's eyeballs. Just get some game, apparently. Just that was your game. advice. Yeah? But he lied, so he Not all the game, game in the world it. will help you as a five foot five brother. If you have to lie about your height, you don't have game. So my point remains. Why is the lie? Mm. That's I mean. the problem. I can understand because if you're I not actively the first knew. Date. If I actively knew She's that. She's the only five foot one person who doesn't want a five foot five guy. <laughs> bro, bro. I'm joking. Every girl I know. <laughs> she should be. <laughs> yeah, but every girl you know. Like every girl we all know have similar kind of chat. They're all saying they're not interested in a guy who's five foot five. God, I'm so happy I'm tall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, but there but, is something called too tall. Because when I met Ovi, I wanted to fuck Ovi. Uh, but Mandem was too tall. How tall was he? He's 6'6", I think. He's 6'8". Oh, oh, wow. Snap. He That's is huge. tall. Yeah. And I thought, this is the man of my dreams. Yeah. I was like, this is honestly going to be the man of my dreams. Obvious. Went to this like ASOS launch. He was there. <coughs> he like picked me out the crowd to try on his new clothes. And I was mm. like, this is it. We going to fuck tonight. Eh? And why is my neck cricking so much that I had neck ache? Too, I said, mm, I can't do this. I'm sorry. You're too, is that, is that when too the, picky. I'm not picky. You are. No, no. I have standards. This is when the can't top argue with that. came in. Yeah. So before then you thought there was, <laughs> you couldn't be too tall. Then after meeting over, you're like, yeah, we're going to cut it off at six foot four, yeah? yeah. Even it's six obvious. foot four is a bit too tall. So where you I have a limit. It? I'm between five foot 11 and six foot one. Jesus. Wow, that's that's very specific. Yeah. Last story before we move on to relationship advice. Just want to get your quick opinion on this. Um, classic album, but a very weird story that's come from it. Spencer mm -hmm. Eldon, the man who was photographed. As a baby on the album cover for Nirvana's Nevermind is suing the band alleging sexual what? exploitation. 
Sexual exploitation. <laughs> the cover baby. depicts Eldon, I'm sure you've seen the cover, um, as a four-month-old baby in a swimming pool grasping for a dollar bill that's been dangled in front of him on a fishing line. Now, 30 years old, Eldon says his parents never signed a release authorizing the use of his image oh. on the album. That's interesting. Eldon alleges his true identity and legal name are forever tied to the commercial sexual exploitation he experienced as a minor, which has been distributed and sold worldwide from a time he was a baby to present day. He claims he has suffered and will continue to suffer lifelong damages as a result of the artwork, including extreme and permanent emotional distress. Come and see Fuckery. <laughs> this is the same man. Yo, yo. <laughs> This is the same man who got a tattoo on his skin, Nirvana, and said that this, he was so pleased to be part of such an iconic moment in history. And man, now that his money is dried up, is suing for cash. To, take it, to, to take it one step further, Jess, he actually recreated that album cover as an adult many times, as you guys can see on that's, the laptop right here. Cute. I don't want to see his this penis. Was, this was the... No, he wasn't naked, actually. He was wearing shorts. Um... <laughs> But, same. but what was <laughs> no yeah. point no point looking but it's he said this is this is the one that really got me it was like i just woke up already being a part of this huge project he said it's pretty difficult you feel like you're famous for nothing now spencer buddy you were four months old when that thing was shot I lie. the only way anybody's gonna know that was you is if you're Hold them, motherfucker. <laughs> if you do the big press release. Otherwise, it's just a baby. There's some dumb shit. That's it. There's some what dumb shit. Idiot. No, man. Go after your bag, B. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. To quote, what, to, what grounds, lawyer? If you were Spencer's lawyer, what would be your grounds? No, the parent's not Sexual, signing a release uh, form. It's they, Exactly. If That's they haven't sus. signed the release, then he can sue them for all types of shit. They probably got paid for fuck's sake. Come on. Yeah, but there's also, I don't know when the Nevada album was released. That was 92, wasn't it? Back yeah, in those so. days, there was a lot of exploitation. That, that's when the Macaulay Culkin law came about, right? When all these, all these parents who were like basically spanking up the wall, all the money that the kids earned. So it could easily be a scenario where they got paid and he hasn't seen a dime of that, right? So now he's like, actually, bun working. Like, Jess is talking about waking up at seven in the morning. Fuck that. And now he just wants a payday. Imagine if like the Teletubby baby sued. You're not gonna know who that baby is because it's I a forgot about fucking baby. baby. Anyway, look, Spencer. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Good, good luck, luck Charlie. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Good luck. It's probably gonna be a very. To be honest, Nirvana might just like Dave Grohl and might just be like, yeah, it's twenty G. Shut the fuck up. To be fair, if I was Nirvana's manager, I'd probably I'd probably advise him to sue just so that people start buying the album again. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's probably the. Yeah, and while we're on the subject, that's a, sorry, that's an angle we forgot about the OnlyFans thing. So one or two of the conspiracy theories were around the OnlyFans saying that they were going to... Oh, as a PR strategy. As a PR stunt, yeah, basically. Course. Yeah, I guess. You cynic, you. Um, and while we're on the topic of music, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this documentary on Netflix called This Is Pop. Mm -mm. Watch it, listeners, co-hosts. Watch it. It's about pop, but in various different errors so the first episode is about boys to men and how they came oh. from being like boy next door boys next door to yep 
from being the boys next door to like the pop stars who were then taken over by the other pop stars like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Then there's this episode about Sweden and how their pop world started with ABBA and then ended with Max Martin. You're still singing, bit distracting. Um, <laughs> Very <laughs> um, out of tune. There's one about wow. country music and how little Art, there's, a, there's a part about country music where little Nas X went in there and fucked shit up and how they hated him. It's very, very good. Watch it. Uh, the only music documentary I will be watching this year is the Surviving channel, R. Kelly. Is, is the Channel U documentary that's okay. coming out yeah, in October. That looks good. That looks fucking mad. Do you remember yeah. Channel U? That was so good. I'm so, so good. gassed Channel about U that. was like lit as a kid. That was I'm so Channel, Channel U was my religion. Like, Even if you just watch the promo, there's, there's 10 bangers just yeah. in the documentary Friday promo. Friday see my man. Yeah. On your man, let's have, have a one night stand. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have now, lit. I'm excited for this relationship mm. advice because we got a female perspective. Yes. We've Johnny, been missing that a little. Johnny, it's your turn. Take it away. It's quite, it's quite apt that B. we have quite apt that we have uh, the female perspective on this one because having had, I think two or three submissions in a row from guys. From Mandem, yeah. We're back to the girls. Ooh, they got more problems. We are back to the girls <laughs> in the DMs. This one came by way of Instagram. Hey. And we thank you for your submission. Merci. Uh, there's actually not a lot of chat uh, on the message itself. It's quite a straightforward point. So okay. I'm gonna uh, use my artistic license. Uh, this is what's happened. I'll pretend to read it out in the first person. My friend and I went out to a bar a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we met a group of guys and got talking to them. Mm. One of my friends got close to one of the guys in particular mm. and they exchanged numbers. They have been on a first date, but after the first date, he added me on Instagram. Okay. Me being the friend of the girl. The, the submitter is the friend. Yeah. Oh, right. the submitter is the friend. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he and I. She's laughing already. He and I seem to have a connection on the night, but as my friend was with speaking to him all evening, I decided to let them progress. Ooh. Okay. Nice of you. Magnanimous. I thought it was strange that he added me after the first date with my friend, but since then we have been liking each other's pictures hey. and reacting to each other's stories. Ooh, he dropped a little one hunter on a pretty picture. I am screaming. A little firebomb. Mm. Little fire. Mm, I like the firebomb. I like the effect. She told me that she had a great time with him and she would like to see him again. Okay. Messy. He has been trying to start conversation with me in the DMs, but as yet I haven't responded. Rude. I really liked him on the evening and I'm very attracted to him, but I don't want to sabotage my relationship with my friend by moving to someone who is she who she is getting to know. Do I let her progress or do I let her know how I feel? <laughs> I think we should we'll go in the deep end first of all shout out my man yeah that's it he's playing game we're gonna go we're gonna go straight to the deep end and Jess can take the lead yeah I will I will on this one so fuck the mandem first of all thinking he can have his cake and eat both of them but what if it's love it ain't it ain't love First of all, as a girl whose friend is getting with the guy and who the guy is messaging you, fuck the guy. Talk to your friend. Mm. Girl code exists. Jeez. And if you are such a good friend to it's your friend, day. exactly, it's only one day, you should be telling your friend 
how he's jumping in your DMs because men move like snakes. Mm. They will text you, text your friend, text this, this, and think that we're idiots. The best thing about it is to talk to your girls and to keep that communication going. Maybe he's just trying to build a relationship with the friend because in the future, there will be situations where he has to do surprise parties, mm-hmm. where he has to buy an engagement ring, mm-hmm. where he has to take her away on a surprise holiday. They won't do the baby shower and he the needs balloons somebody that, close to the friend to orchestrate that stuff. Why do you always become so cynical about our intentions? Right, so first of all, for, let me just get <laughs> this straight. Let me just say there's gun fingers. If Jess had a real gun, I'd be dead right I'd now. be out of the room. I'd be dead. But the gun fingers always come They're out. still out. Yeah. They are still out because first of all, the girl who went on a date with the man, yeah. did they lips? Oh, I don't have that information. But what I do have is that the friend is attracted to the guy. So they obviously lipsed. Because what the, first the date are you going on if you're not attracted yeah, okay. to someone that you're not lips in them? Well, if I'm attracted to someone on a first date, I'm lips in the lips off their I face. Don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't question, have that information. Yeah? Is, is the friend, the, the submitter yeah. of this, wrong for engaging in DMs? Because it sounds like they've been chatting, right? Liking so each other's shit. They've been liking, liking, liking rah, rah, rah. No, He has tried to chat to her and she has yet not responded. Good girl. But they're He's going back and forth, right? No, He's so liking, liking her photos. She's liking his photos. Yeah. So responding to stories. Yeah, but he's tried to start a conversation. Sure. And she hasn't yet responded because she's sure. concerned about her friend. But she's okay. done everything else. She's responded okay. to his stories yeah. and liked his shit. Yeah. So my G's like, obviously she's on it. Let me hit her up with some chat. Yeah. So she's now she's now sitting on the fence as to whether so or not she should respond. She devil's, ab- doing that. De- devil's advocate here, because we obviously don't know the whole story. Mm. How do we know that his... Like what he's saying to her in the DM is flirtatious. Well, she's because going back to your point, you know, he might be thinking, Oh, you know, I might get close to the girl that I'm dating's friend to kind of, you know, maybe organize a group thing. I'm just no, but it's, I get that, you know, guys and girls like they love group things or whatever. I think I just to add to that, I think you're 100% right because the more I think about it. The more genuine his intentions seem, <laughs> and really, You're the incel, bro. I don't trust anything you it's say. It's actually her brethren who's in the wrong because he's that. out here trying to be friends with his his future girlfriend's misses, and she's out here catching feelings. No, so so that's to, what she said. I like him. Yeah. So to Jess's to Jess's point, I I would presume that there's enough in the DMs for her to assume, given that she already likes him, to assume her, that it's reciprocated. There's something that there's right. something reciprocal. Yes. Okay. So should she act on it or should she not? She needs to chat to her homegirl. She needs to chat to her homegirl and be like, look. But. But what? Why hasn't she chatted to her homegirl Oh, good question. But maybe she's nervous. Maybe she wants wants me as an independent party to provide her with that advice. Maybe, Mm. Maybe the man in question is Ovi. And she's like... Yeah, that's Ovi. Ovi's a different breed, bro. Uh, I'm just saying. I would cheat for Ovi. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I would. That's a, a popular theme. Like, Ovi seems to be mad popular with Ovi's, the girls. Ovi's, Every girl I've ever met Ovi's loves Ovi. Ovi's legit. Is like one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. He is beautiful. Like, real talk. Uh, can I ask a question? How would you suggest homegirl approaches her friend? I like his little pregnant pauses in between yeah, words. It's great. It's, it's called uh, taking, <coughs> taking a class on speech making. Uh, how would you suggest homegirl uh, approaches her needed. friend, given that she does like this guy? Does she pretend she doesn't? Does she admit it to her friend? Does she update her that he is also DMing her? How, given that her objective is 
to get something done with this geezer, yeah. how does she go about it in, you know a, in, a, in a wholesome way? If I was this person in this scenario... If Have you ever been in a similar scenario where you've gone out, you've met a, a, a group of people, someone's tried to mack on your brethren and then later tried to mack on you? Probably. Jeez. Because yeah, you can imagine it this happens. kind of stuff. Yeah, it happens. It all happens. Time. I can't like, pinpoint a, an, a, a thing that's happened. And is he wrong for that then? He's gone on one date with your friend and he's thought... I think I might like you in this scenario or the mm-hmm. friend, the submitter yeah, exactly. in this scenario yeah. better. That's his yeah, thinking, yeah? that's fair. I met you, I met your friend at the same event. We kind of ended up taking each other's numbers. Yeah. But we also, you and I also had a bit of a connection. But really, I was onto you. Not even, let's not even say really I was onto you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you can't we, say we just that. met, right? We just right. met a group of three girls. We kind of, whatever, whatever. You end up going on a date with this one. The date Basically, you settled or, too quickly. Maybe. <laughs> they always maybe. say, check out the friends. Because you might have ended up with the ugly one. Mm. So always suss out no, the friends first here, before you settle. Each other, but they all met each other on that night. So that's, that doesn't apply here. All right. How does homegirl chat to her girl about it? I think, it? you know, as I said, if I was in that situation. Cards, cards on the table. I'm a homegirl with, my, you know, it's my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'll take her out. I'll be like, come over, let's chat. Okay, what's going on with this guy that you're chatting with? And then she'll give me whatever the thing. The and I'll be like, she'll give me the, the source of what's happening. Mm. And then I'll be like, oh, okay. I just want to be transparent and be like, well, the, your man. If you up. if you're really in love with him and you want to go on dates with him, I just want to be transparent that he's jumping in my DMs. Mm. However, snitch. How is that? Like, you know what? Just, Why is that a snitch? It's just an ad lib. Carry on. Snitch. It's not a snitch. You don't know his intentions at this point. But the thing is, yeah, but she wants to I bang do. him. So that I also do. say it's not that deep because cause it's one date. Yeah. It is one date, but also That's if I'm, I'm feeling at. that feelings are reciprocated from the messages that this guy is sending me, knowing that he's been on a date with my friend. Like, there's obviously a connection there, but also I want to be honest with my homegirl. Yeah. I want to be like, you know, this guy that you're telling me that you're feeling and you want to go on a second date with is also in my DMs. So I just want to make sure that he's not trying to play us both. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, Correct, yeah. if he's trying to play us both and figure that we're not going to be talking about it, then he's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't deserve either of us. Mm-hmm. So that but, is it. But but would he get one of you though? No! <laughs> no, nah, and he exactly. shouldn't. Clearly, it depends uh, what he looks like. To the yeah. woman who submitted this, between five foot ten to, and the, <laughs> to the woman submitting this, do not. Because it seems do all not like fall for the patriarchy. Do not fall for the patriarchy because yeah. it's dumb. The patriarchy. Do not fall for it. Stay with your home girl. There's better men. To, there's better fish to fry in this world. Mm-hmm. There, are men, yeah, but there are better men out there who will not be playing up with your friend. I don't know if he's playing up though, right? He might have love for Look, her. There's so many girls out there. What Why are you I choosing do? my friend? All right, let's chat. Let's chat about this as if it was me, yeah. So I've gone out with her. <laughs> I've gone out with this girl, yeah. and I thought she's lovely and everything. But I feel like I had a better connection with a friend. I'm mm-hmm. kind of regretful that I went on the date with this. Mm-hmm. Well, you take the L when you move on. Is that what you'd say? You take yeah? the L when you move so on. So you don't there's, no, there's no scenario the under which I can hit up her brethren ever. You take the L. Ever. You take the L. Oh, that's dead. Because if mm. I say, look, that's dead if chat. I went on a date with a guy, if I went on a date with a guy and I realised, oh, I'm not really feeling this guy, but I'm feeling his friend. Yeah. I might have to take that L. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wouldn't, I can't, the you thing wouldn't is, hit his friend up. You wouldn't nah, hit his friend up. You know what? Nah, that's bullshit. Nah, yeah. Cat. nah because Cat. it's actually a disrespect. I wouldn't want to disrespect him because I know that if I went on a date with him, I obviously had a really good time. I probably lipsed him. I've lipsed him, okay. and now I know how men think. Men feel very uncomfortable if they've lipsed or had sex with the same girl. So I do not want to yeah. be in that in that dynamic. Feel Let's say you. if you haven't lipsed him, would you find it disrespectful then? If I not lipsed him, it's free game, isn't it? Oh, there you go then. That's exactly the same as us, what I was saying. 
can't like turn down a genuine connection. He She's my type her. on paper, bro. He might love her. Yeah. She's my type her. on paper, it is what bro. It is. You've been watching Love Island too much. <laughs> So uh, thank you to the to the submitter. I hope you. We've meet. actually given, we, this is the first time we've given no clarity. We just talked yeah. shit about her for ten minutes. No, I, th- I think <laughs> no, no. We've got. I think we've come to a conclusion that the, the Jess conversation was fucking useless for this probably segment. needs to take place between the friends. I, I would advise the one who's receiving the side DMs to possibly chat potentially to chat to a girl. Re- leave him on red. Yeah. Mm. Go and have a power moves. Go and have a little wine with your bestie um, and try your best to not bang him without your friend knowing after you've mm. had that conversation yes because bitches are also shady sometimes <gasps> moving this, on to yeah, quiz this one's a pretty straightforward <laughs> one all right so it's the quiz time ladies get your notes and a gentleman get your, get your phones out, out. Start doing the mathematics. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so listen, we're doing something a little different this oh, week. Oh, okay. Quiz. So typically the quiz is five questions. Yeah. And we cover news stories that uh, that we haven't had a chance to cover in, in the pod. Yeah. This week. Okay. We had a, a long time listener reach out and say, guys, I don't know, you know Artie. Artie reached out. Okay. She was like, guys, you record on Fridays, don't you? Yeah. I said, yes, we record on a Friday. Yeah, we do. Yeah. She said, this Friday, okay. I've got my life in the UK test. Okay. Which is the obviously the citizenship test that you oh, get shit. to take to get a British passport. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was like, oh yeah. She was like, I think this week, all your questions should be based on the life in the UK test. Bruh. That's actually going to be really can hard. I, can I just say... Super hard. Can so I, I, said, know, I, know, I, said, I know loads of people so who have done this to test. This, yeah? I so I said to her, okay, yeah. send me some questions. So she sent me 25 questions mm. from her from her like app that she was using. Right. I picked the easiest five. <laughs> okay. And even then, they're not that easy. Bruv, I've seen some of those questions. Yeah, yeah. I don't want this to go on record because Pretty Patel will be listening and will start filing me and sending me on Windrush 4. <laughs> and I do not want to be exposed. Can I just say, oh, as much shit. as I love Artie, I, I do think the country is full. So I am hesitant <laughs> no, at participating in this. Please. Yes. I don't want to give her the answers. <laughs> you will so be rude. happy to know that That's she rude. has passed. Oh, oh, okay. yes, yeah, yes, congratulations yes. to our long time listener, Artie. Massive 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 Britannia. So you yeah. man ready, yeah? Jess, obviously you've listened to this podcast many times. Yes. But just for the uh, other new listeners, five questions. Every question has an answer, which is a number. Then we sum those five numbers at the end to get a final number to see, you know, whether you've mm-hmm. killed it or not. Get your notes out. I'm ready to throw out feminism out the window and mm-hmm. let you guys let me win. No, 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 no. Let's go. We can Relax. try to manage something like this. <laughs> so the first question is something that every fucking 12-year-old in America will know, but I'm pretty sure none of you guys will know it because I had no idea. And no Googling. No, no, no Googling. No Googling. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, there's no cheating here. No, no, no. So how many colonies in America declared independence from Britain in 1776? Oh, for fuck's sake. Every, no, literally every 12-year-old in America would know this. Just saying. Wait, re- repeat the question. Question number one. You're How many colonies up. in America declared independence from Britain in 1776? Brother. Colonies in America. Let's uh-huh. go, baby. Write down a number and we move on to I'm question number two. I'm going to guess that one. How many national parks are there in England, Scotland and Wales? Another Don't number. Man, this is mad hard. It's mad hard. And, and I picked the easiest one. Fucking crazy. All right. So there's two questions. <laughs> this is crazy. Two numbers. On to the third one. In Scotland, 
X number of people serve on a jury. What's the number? How many jurors are there? Yeah, in let's Scotland? ask the ex fucking lawyer that one, why don't we? Yeah? Uh, if I get this wrong. All right. On to the next. Johnny's nervous. You can see when he starts complaining about the nature of the questions, is when you know he's getting nervous. That's correct. All right. Question number four. <laughs> the Prime Minister appoints about X senior MPs to become ministers in charge of departments. All right. <laughs> So Wait, it, repeat the question, please. The question is, the Prime Minister appoints about X senior MPs to become ministers in charge of departments. So how many does he appoint, right? How many in cabinet is the question, basically? Basically. Effectively. You know that laugh? You remember back in school, that laugh that you laugh when you open up your exam paper and realise <laughs> yes. you're going to fail? You're like... <laughs> <laughs> That's me right now. Did you, I don't know if you ever used to do this, yeah, but you'd flick through the exam to see like if the hedged ones? bets yeah. you took on the what you revised has which worked one, which out. Which ones you could answer first. Yeah, so you're like, you flick through, you're like... Oh yes, I got that one. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock in the point. Yeah, lock how, in the exam points. How many? How many B's have I checked? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in this yeah. Exam? All mm. right. Here's the final question. This one's where it's going to throw you guys off. Mm. Big Ben Bell, housed in the Elizabeth Tower, is over X years old, mm. and is a popular tourist attraction. That is sus. No, that one's you, the one this, that's going to throw this it off. Fucks the entire yeah. quiz, this basically. is the one that throws it all off for you, man. This is a chance for whoever didn't get the first four to, to get, get back four. in the game. Oh. All right. All right. Take your five answers. Sum them up. Sum them up nicely. Uh, Abby Addy, as always, you're close to me. Show me your number. Very good. Jess, once you're done, you can show me your number as well. Oh, I can't see that, mate. Oh, you got to top them up. All right, you put the notes down as well. I don't do that. I it's just, okay. do, the, I just okay. do the number. Have you got a sum? You oh, need to shit. Sum them. Oh. Yeah, you got Johnny, have you summed up. yours? I have some mine. Go on, give us a number, Johnny. My number is 389. Jeez. 389 from Mr. Vivas. Mr. Abiyadi. 202. 202 <laughs> from Mr. Abiyadi. And uh, Miss Jessica Noah Morgan. Mm, in, in, in its entirety. Struggling with that calculator. 147. 147. Boy. It's a good spread. Give me a high number, baby. It's a good I hope, spread. I hope 147 for Jess. 389. 389 for Johnny. 202. 202. I hope this bell's fucking old. Question bro. number one. Uh, how many colonies in the United States declared independence from Britain in 1776? 13 colonies. Ooh. I did 12. Not bad. I went for five. Ah, Not bad. Five. Yes, Ash, you're on track to win this. You went for five, yeah. I did 12. 13. Oh. Number two. This is a, a stab in the dark. How many national parks are there in England, Scotland and Wales? There are 15 national oh. parks. Oh, I got close. All right. So oh, you guys you are tracking. I did 28. I did oh. 11, I think. Oh. Okay. I did nine. Nine. All right. You're tracking. All Where right. Where the fuck are 28? Oh, I don't know. How many jurors in Scotland? Five. 15. 15. Oh. oh. I did 16. Oh, you're looking good, yeah. bro. Oh, fuck. You're looking good. This is the Prime good. Minister, he appoints about... 20 senior MPs. Ooh, 14. Oh, I did 23. 22, yeah. 22. You're tracking good as well. What Both of you are tracking 14. well. 14. And the He's gonna final win. He's question. Gonna win question. This last question. That fucks it all for every single one of you. <laughs> How long? Big Ben. Give us, give us your number. I think numbers. I did 115. 115? 350. 350? 80. 80. The answer is 150 years. <laughs> giving you a grand total of 213. Oh! Oh, no! 
back in the fucking game. Man like Abby Addy has tied it up. It's 4-4. Four, four. Three three. Oh three suck three. It, I beg your pardon. It, suck it, suck Who it. came second? Uh, you came second. Thank you. I came second. You came last. Jess came second. Then you clown. Huh? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny gets bitter when he doesn't win. Yeah, you lose. But well done. Second. Well, you got a very respectable score because the answer was two one three. One four seven. One four seven. Better than Johnny's five hundred and sixteen. Yeah, where the fuck? Said. Uh, it was actually three hundred eighty nine. Yeah, three eighty nine. So, Abiadi, congratulations, sir. This one was very good. Two hundred two was the was your answer. Two hundred three oh, yeah. was the real thing. Very very close, mate. We would not have passed though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank fuck. I'm staying in the country. <laughs> I'm staying in the country. You motherfuckers are out. Yeah, I came he's pretty I came on to me. He ported uh, Johnny back on a back, back to, on a plane to back Caracas. To, back to Venezuela. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I don't we, even know if Caracas is in. Venezuela. Yeah, it's the capital still. Well, but yeah. as we wrap up, but as we wrap up, <laughs> thank you very much to Jessica, Noah, Morgan Amen. for being here Aww. with us. Yes. Thank, thank you so thank much you. for having me. Yeah, How yeah, was it? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? It was your yeah. first proper podcast, really, wasn't it? Outside yeah, of lockdown it and was. That? Yeah, first in-person podcast. Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah, we'll have you back for sure. I loved it. At some thank point you. in the future. Definitely. Um, to everybody else, you know where to find us. Actually, on that news. Oh, come on. We are now available as well as being on Spotify, YouTube, Nasty. SoundCloud, and what's the other one? Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We are now also available on Amazon Music. And only So fans. you can find us and OnlyFans. And OnlyFans. <laughs> and OnlyFans. You weren't meant to reveal that, but yeah. <laughs> Soon come. So check out for us, like, share, click, comment, send to your baby mama and all that. <coughs> and we will see you here in two weeks, baby. See you later.